Hi, and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons homebrew campaign, courtesy of Tabletop Notch. I am happy to tell you that A Peek Beneath the Veil goes live every Sunday at 7pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Already aired episodes can be found on both our Twitch and YouTube channels. You can also catch those episodes right here in podcast form, updated every Tuesday. But let's get down to business. It is time for Orba to take you to Antisuyu to enjoy this chapter of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In Chapter 81, Crowd Controlled, Bizarra started the long trek toward Nakuzi with thoughts of questioning Butez about his experience with metallic attunement. But her trip was interrupted by a fellow halfling who was keen to finally make her acquaintance. Pibara Fladzrud Vodzathangi was long in the name, but concise in his dialogue, <laughs> explaining that we had a mutual friend in Reina Kiros, which was the driving motivation behind his assistance back at Leopold's garrison as well as his future investment in Bizarro, obtaining the Light Whistle chess pieces. Though less than pleased that she was considering keeping the pieces for herself, and thus potentially prolonging his own terms of service with Thomas Pindle, he was kind enough to share the details of another pawn chaser who was present in Nabikapura, setting up the possibility of another showdown that could yield lucrative results. At the Upa Ale House, Bernice Yord's first song drew to a close, and with it came a curious game of musical chairs designed to keep Erland on his toes as he waited for word from Marvin Bishop's captors. Finally, the stomping of feet and clapping of hands from the audience provided enough cover for one man to speak freely, revealing that Marvin was being held as part of a plot to get the Lemonade Man to negotiate his stranglehold of power on Mugmo. Our interest in Marvin was the source of some confusion for this man, who wasn't sure where our loyalties lay, or whether it was simply a personal matter. He confirmed that under the right circumstances, Marvin would be available to speak with, but he needed to see our hand first, which meant a test of our investigative powers in an environment that demanded subtlety. <laughs> Dispersing fake notes amongst the members of the audience, we were challenged to find one true letter that contained Marvin's whereabouts, though the patrons were instructed to feign ignorance, making it more than a matter of simply asking. Using intimidation, Bribery, a discerning eye, and sometimes just trusting our gut. We tracked the notes while doing our best not to interrupt the concert. Checking in on each person of interest was more than a one-man effort, and we may have given away that Erland was not acting alone. But by the ballad's end, we successfully acquired the correct letter to learn that Marvin was in a safe house just south of Wamparanina. It was the most definitive lead we'd acquired since the Natural Studies Institute, so it seemed for that reason, among others, we would soon be heading as a group to the coast. But there were a few things left to take care of in Naupa, and it was late enough that spending the night here seemed the likely course of action. After Bazara stopped by the mailhouse in her return to Nagarwis, one of the advocates appeared to give her a condensed version of Cliff's meeting with the rest of the party, and clarified that if she wished to join us on our quest, she would need to prove her combat prowess, like the rest of us did at the burial grounds. Taking the steeder way to the westernmost township, Bazaar was led to a remote location and introduced to the tiefling warrior that was set to take her spot if the advocates had been unable to locate her. A duel would take place to determine who was worthy, stopping just short of killing your opponent, 
And as Bazaar began to swing her flail in preparation for the fight, we wondered. If we were finally granted an audience with Marvin Bishop, what would we ask, knowing that we were likely to be closely supervised? Having already drawn the ire of Satyria and the venue's security forces, would Graven tempt fate by staying for the remainder of Burmese's show? <laughs> and the next time we invite Leto out for a drink, should we perhaps consider that double booking plans with a suspected ambush was not a good idea? <laughs> we find out now, on chapter 82, of a peek beneath the veil. Bad he had fun. It's okay, because he's the big bad. Time. Yeah, he is. Oh. God, don't be there. He's Guy Lamar. He feels so bad. With each heavy footstep, <clears throat> the decaying floorboards of the former inn creak and bend. The red tiefling circle as he frequently adjusts his grip on the halberd so as not to telegraph his first move. In addition to the axe blade on one end, the butt of the shaft is outfitted with a metal spike, allowing for quick uppercut thrusts when there isn't enough room or time to swing the weapon around entirely. He's eyeing you in a calculating way, where he seems to be judging your reach and speed of movement, determining which attributes, if any, he'd be able to use to his advantage. A utility belt around his waist boasts a few vials and pouches, and you'd guess having known that he was coming here to fight. He's come prepared, not just with weapons, but with whatever tools or potions might aid him oh, in getting the job done. Shit. We're going to... She's got some, some stuff to drink. Do you have some potions? I, I, have, two, I have two healing potions. Okay. Oh, and you have your... Go juice. <laughs> there is Bizarra and the tiefling Gongurk. And we jump into combat. We've already rolled initiative, and Bizarra was first up. Hey. Okay. So as you circle each other, you have the first one sort of, <laughs> as each of you sort of one step, one direction, one step, the other, you hear, you hear kind of the floorboards creaking beneath you. What's your first move, Bizarre? I am obviously close enough to hit him, right? You're five feet away. You can okay, walk up yeah. To him I am going to try it out first and oh give him a flail. Go ahead and make an attack roll. I feel like I haven't this. done this in like so long. It's a one, I'm rolling again. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, lucky. Good thing I remember that now. Well, now it's cocked, I swear. It isn't. Yeah, it's messed up. All right, uh, this will happen, I promise. <laughs> I'm really swinging it fast. Okay, 19. Nice. Ooh, there nice. we go, there we go. Damn. There yeah. we starting go. Hot, starting hot. Uh, where's the game? The gentleman's dog. The ZZ is so tough, I always forget how tough ZZ is. This is the eight. Be tough, easy. It's like from Four. Four damage. Mm -hmm. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes dead. He yells already. Yeah. His leg so, is removed. He tries to bring the halberd up, but the flail chain kind of wraps around it and manages to strike him on the shoulder. And he jumps <laughs> after that. Um. No, I'm, I'll be. I'll be okay for it. Okay, great. So after the strike, he sort of shrugs off the chain from the flail, pushes back a little bit. And he's going to take one big step back first. You have a moment no to shit. make an attack of opportunity. Yeah, get, 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 oh, get, 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 yeah, get, yeah get, sure, get, why not? I got it. You got to do it. Uh, 11? 11 misses. Great. <gasps> so as he takes a big sort of leaping step back, it's just kind of out of the reach of your flails. It swings by. And he looks up at the staircase behind him and starts to stomp oh up in that direction. Huh. What a limp. Armor is this guy wearing? Yeah, he's got like chain armor. 
So he gets to the top of the stick with people in elbow. Now, uh, that angle's not that much better, but he's up there at the top. Okay. And you hear a little bit of... Oh, no. And it sounds like he pulls something off of his waist and holds out a pouch at the top of the stairs oh. and... <laughs> and all of these kind of metal spikes fall out onto the ground. And he has caltropped the top stair here. You know? Yeah. Shit. I think we also I've been collecting stuff. So okay. there's an area there that's sort of covered in these sharp metal spikes that are all up and down the stairs. So after he does that, he's going to go over to the side here where he can look down into the lower floor, and he pulls open sort of one of the buckles on his jacket. And inside are three small hand axes that he pulls one out, and he looks like he's preparing to throw <gasps> one down at you from the balcony above. Oh my god! And that was an action to uh, display to disperse the caltrip, so that is the end of his turn. Watch okay. those footsies. <laughs> so they're only on those top stairs? Just that little five foot square at the top of the stairs there. It okay. doesn't cover a lot of it. Okay. Backflip over it. Yeah, sure. Jumping up <laughs> stairs is very hard. Okay. She's a strong way out of Olivia. That's. <laughs> you can only do that in level 10 months. She's a strong little halfling. <laughs> she can do it. Do you have. Pops? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Can I from where I start? Okay, so after moving twenty-five feet. Okay, so if I move towards as far him as you can. twenty-five Five, feet. 10, 15, 20, twenty-five puts you like just before the caltrips. Perfect. If I don't fit, it's okay. No, I have my thing. I don't know why I'm not using it. Um and then could I possibly use this feature, if I move at least 25 feet from where I started on my turn, add 2d4 to any saving throws you make until the start of my next turn. Yes. Any creature oh, nice. that made an attack of opportunity against me this turn takes 1d4 nice. plunging damage. Sure, yeah. So nobody made an attack of opportunity, but the oh. first part does apply. It oh. doesn't have Was to. that stupid? No, oh, no. no. It's oh. the, the other part still works. Okay, good. So as she's kind of I'm using up my the brain. stairs... Takes a swig of the draft jacket and read that first part again that has to do with the saving. Okay, throws, let me just uh two, two, and turns it out. One it says if I move at least twenty-five feet away from where I started on my have. turn, yep. add two D4 to any saving throw I make until the start of my next turn. So okay, in case he throws an axe at me. That's I an attack move. roll, not a saving. Oh shit. But this would Presumably help with running through the caltrops because it helps you avoid. Them. Great, so I'm still thinking smartly. <laughs> Super smart. I'm trying to work things out. Okay, two. So pain. you still have an action which you can use to sprint oh, all the way up the stairs, or you could. Do oh. Else with that action. That okay. was just your movement speed. Okay, great. Let me just mark this. Um. It doesn't. Yeah, let's do it since okay. I have that. Yeah. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Anyway, so that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you run through the caldrops. Dexterity saving, so I have a plus. Do the straight roll first, oh. the d20 roll. Okay. So what is that? It's a nine. Nine, uh, plus the saving throw. Um, Whatever your two saving throw. Oh, uh, uh, plus two. So eleven. So eleven, and, and then two d four. Nice. Two. Thirteen. Seventeen. Or seventeen. Nice. Oh, easy. So as you sort of work your way up the stairs. You kick off one wall, and you're expecting to kind of push off and leap up to the top, and you can feel the, the wall kind of 
bend a oh. little bit as you kick oh. off it. The building is clearly not in good shape, and the whole mm. place kind of, you can hear it kind of oh, cracking no. and echoing. No. But you're able to completely avoid the caltrops. You oh, don't shit. even have to step through them. Awesome. So you yeah. get up to the top, so yay. you can't, you can't make an attack. He's going to axe me now, but yay! Shield. It's a range one. You do have a shield. Yeah, I do have a shield. Yeah, he pulled out a range one. He pulled out a machine. He right. has, has his halberd in one hand, hand and he grabs oh, yeah, me. So now, he, right now, he has two, one weapon in the other hand. Great. Okay. Okay. Great. So, sort of seeing you, you came up a lot quicker than he expected. He sort of <laughs> gives you a look, and he puts the axe sort of back in the holster on his shirt, and he jabs out with the halberd there, um, with a one-handed strike of the halberd. It's too big. It's too big. It's too big. Uh, that's a natural twenty. <laughs> Darn it! Uh, wow. Zangle, zangle. Start writing that character. Why would you say that to her? You are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I killed Martin Bishop? I knew you liked yep. me, and I knew you wanted me dead. Take uh, 12 sla- uh, slashing damage. What, 12? That's not he very strikes nice. strikes out with the halberd, and the tip of the halberd kind of stabs you between a couple of the, your shoulder plate and the rest of your arm. I never armor. really have to do that much math. <laughs> what? <laughs> but now you know how I feel. Uh, so he makes an attack the action there, and he's going <laughs> to attempt to move again. Oh, shit. Ten. You can make another attack of opportunity. Yes, let's do it. Uh, 17. 17 hits. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> oh. 11. 11 oh, damage. Holy nice. shit. Nice. Holy oh. shit. I rolled an eight. <laughs> there we go. A reaction. Great, so as he's trying to get away, this time you see him starting to flee again. You immediately whip the flail at and you catch him on the back of his leg and you can see it rips up a bit of his calf that's unarmored there in the back. So as he's walking, there's a little bit of like bloody footprints kind of Yeah, that's right, bleed. The... Ow. So that was 11 and the other one was what, four? So that's, uh, that's only 15. Uh, okay, that is his turn. Okay, great. How much HP does he have? Okay, I'm gonna, just gonna. Can I reach him no, or no? Just not gonna. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, I'm back That's at it. Okay. I'm gonna try to hit him first. Okay. Yeah, but it's only 15 damage. Okay. So he's probably, I mean, still probably fine. Right? How's he looking? I mean, scraped up, but he's not about to collapse. Uh, 14 to hit? 14 misses. Uh, Um, I will action surge. Yeah! Time seems to slow for a moment. You swing the flail back again with hyper speed. How about 16 to hit? 16 to hit. There it is. Found the line. Um, (laughs) And I... (laughs) Will should I roll for damage first or use the thing on the jacket? It depends which one it is. After scoring a hit with a weapon attack. Sure. Then now would be the time now. to declare. So after hitting a creature with a weapon attack. Oh wait, let me make sure. I've, oh yeah, I have two pink. Okay. Um. Uh. Add two d4 to the damage roll and increase my AC by one d4. Great. So as the, as you're going for the strike again, a couple of dots. So it adds extra damage and then adds to your AC. Is that yes, what so nice. roll for damage first. Yep, do the regular damage roll first. Uh, good thing I did that. Four. Four. And, and then, then 2d4. That's 2d4. Damn. Shit. Oh my god. He's dead. You better not. Two. So six. 
Uh, three. Nine. Great. Oh my god. And then 1d4 to my AC. For your next, until your next turn. Right. right. Awesome. <laughs> One, three. Four. So my AC like, is 20. Just two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So Bizarre comes in with another blow, really sort of not taking him off guard. So how quick these strikes are coming in, sort of unnaturally so, for especially for a creature of your size. And he immediately kind of pushes you off, reaches for his belt again, pops. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. A healing potion. He wants to win, man. He wants to win. Or he really wants to win. That's, he, that's his action, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so you can still hit so him. Not, yeah. You're gonna you can't strike him yeah, this, yeah, this round. Although she did have a boosted AC. Like you probably just did more damage to him now that he's gonna get back. So. Okay, and he's going yeah. to turn, start moving. Do you want to make an attack while yes. we're shooting? Yes. Yes. This little bitch. Come on. Yeah. Why is he running away? Well, I guess he didn't have an action. Face the facts, buddy. Let's face the facts. <laughs> um, twenty-four to hit. Oh, shit. Right? Well, I guess he didn't have, unless his stuff is better arranged. I think maybe the throwing axes to him. Uh, ten. Ten damage. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so again, as he's kind of running away, another kind of overhead strike, and the oh ball of the flail God. kind of digs into his shoulder. Oh, and he kind of oh, tears at his back. Oh, God damn. Oh, oh, he runs, and he's oh, going to make a jump oh, off of the edge. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. A jump? <laughs> He's going to fall down to the bottom. I need him to make an act. Break yeah, through the floor into the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, which passes. Um, so he doesn't take damage from the fall. Um, and he's going so that was fine. Great way to have Has a half on your head in a minute. <laughs> as, as he's running away from you and you strike him in the back, I mean, he's bleeding from multiple places. He's starting to look like he's pretty pretty roughed up. And wow. is him jumping another, Does is that like a move for him? That, he's that just costs movement oh. to leap. From the oh, I didn't know if that was yeah, like so another in, opportunity. Immediately as as he hits the deck of the bottom floor, the whole place kind of... Uh-oh. And you can hear kind of... T- oh, no. Some of the buildings starting to lose some of its integrity there. The top where I am. The Kind of the walls of the place in general. But okay. you're on the second floor, so it's the footing's even worse on the Okay, so he's down there. Yeah. And if I were to jump down, how would that... That, that would be my movement? Or uh, that would be more than it, that. It, the fall itself doesn't cost any movement, but it takes movement oh. to run and jump off the edge. So, it's just you might have to make an acrobatics check to not take fall damage to like. Okay. Hit, would I uh, be able to do that? Yeah, it's it's not. Oh, your it's turn. his turn. Yeah, it's not your Sorry. turn yet. So he used he used the action for the healing potion and uh, used his movement, and then you I see him. That... Oh yeah, yeah, You yeah. see him once again, kind of reach to his tool belt. Uh, give me a perception check. As he's sort of using everything in his kit available. Perceptive. Um, 16. Perceptive. <laughs> 16? Yeah. Great, so you're seeing as he reaches down, he brings out kind of a small black sphere, and in another hand sort of leans the halberd against himself to bring out a little bit of a, a like a, a No match. way! He's gonna bomb you! Oh, he's gonna bomb you! A wee little bomb! Oh um... One of those okay. Can I reach him if I go and jump? So his movement is more than yours. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 would not be enough to reach him there. Oh no. That was and I already 15, used action. 20, yeah, so you have 10 feet left after going to the edge of the. I don't have anything that's reaching. Um. Oh no. I mean, dashes. Yeah, but, extra. but then I can't even, I can't do anything. But then he's going to bomb himself. Or he can roll. I'll just, I'll get down there. Just okay. all this stuff. Uh, give me an acrobatics check. Oh, gosh. Am I acrobatic? I am pretty acrobatic. 
Great. So as you're reaching the edge, the, the floor kind of wobbles just a little bit from the lack of support from underneath. And it loses oh. lose your footing just a little bit. And you kind of tumble down to the bottom floor and hit it with kind of a heavy smash. Uh, you take... It's okay. Uh, you take six bludgeoning damage. Right. Max bludgeoning damage. Damn. Wow. That, that's okay. Uh, okay. So that was... You have uh, five feet of movement left. So you can move five yeah. closer. You're still five feet away from being able to attack. And he can still bomb me that close or no? It has a, presumably it has sort of a, you know, a, a, an AOE an um, effect. So he could, but it might catch him in it. Okay. That's all I can do. Uh, that was only your movement. But that, didn't I, oh, oh, I didn't dash yet? You haven't, no. You wouldn't be able to attack oh, if you got up ooh. to him, but you can dash. You have not used an action yet. Okay. Um... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't have any. I don't know. I'm, I'm, there's nothing really even to do. Just if you want to move up to him, or I guess I'll I, I guess I'll move up to him. Okay. Stare him in the face, you know. Try to. I mean, it allows you to get opportunity attacks yeah. when you. Yeah, he moves away. Sorry, that took too long. That's okay. Okay. Great, so he sees you running up, and immediately as you're running towards him, he puts it back in his pocket, and from <laughs> kind of the same place, takes out another potion oh my that God. kind of has a familiar sort of essence to it. It looks a little bit like your potion of fire breath, <gasps> oh but instead God. of a crackling red energy, it kind of has a crackling bluish energy. Oh no. And he pops it. Cold juice. Yeah, cold and juice? And he throws the, the, the oh, vial, it kind of crashes against icy. the wall, and he immediately no! And this torrent of static electric energy oh, goes flying out across the room. I need you to make a dexterity <laughs> saving throw. Bus juice. Oh, okay, okay. Bus juice, that's better. Bus juice. Then static electric juice. <laughs> static electric juice has no ring to it Eleven. That is a fail. Okay. Zoof. Bizarre's hair goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take eleven uh, lightning damage. And the kind of. Oh, wow. the, the, uh, the metal hurts. armor that you have on you kind of forces you to convulse Three. as the electric energy passes through you. You also get pushed ten feet. Oh, oh my god. Damn. And he's going to use that opportunity to run back toward the staircase. He's going to stand at the foot of the staircase there. Uh, actually, no, he's going to go up. Just a couple. Are those traps still up there at the top? Or they are. Away? Yep, the caltrips. Are still, those are physical traps. Oh, it's not like a spell or so those are very much still there. Okay, that's his turn. You can pick them back up. It's a physical metal object. It takes a. It would take time because they're small <laughs> yeah, and sharp. You couldn't just like scoop well, them up. Well, no, but like after a battle, I could like <laughs> yes, conceivably go back. Yep. And, like, Sometimes if if a, if a heavy <laughs> creature or like a booted creature steps on them, they might break some of them yeah. or warp some of them, but you can recollect them. Yeah, if you're, you know, fighting a bunch of flat-footed weird monks, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Like, those dudes have huge feet. Get the caldrums out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's any time during my turn. Okay. Shoes, uh, can I reach him now? Shoes. Okay. He wears socks. 5, 10, 15, Soft 20, shoes. 25 would put you at the bottom of the staircase oh. within reach of him. Oh, within reach of him. Yep, yep. Goodness, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. 
So he, if he technically, if he moved away from me, that would be moving out of my melee range. That would be an attack of opportunity, or or moving out of melee range. Yep. Great. You are. He is in melee range right now. Okay. Um. Okay. I will try to hit him first. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, he's on me reading. So. No, no, I, we're dancing. He is looking fairly beat up at this point. Okay, this is non-lethal. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. I'm sorry. I sixteen. That hits. Roll for nice, damage. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> uh, ten. Yeah. Okay. So with a, oh. with a mighty kind of swing, you hit him and he bashes like against the side of the wall and the whole staircase is kind of swaying a little bit and the both of you kind of look at each other, him kind of holding his chest. Are you ready to yell yet? Oh my God, and he kind of dude. looks around. Don't, oh no. And the building begins to kind of. Oh my God. As part of the oh, upper floor kind of collapses in, I need both of you to make dexterity saving throws. Yeah, I wasn't even done run. yet. It's still your turn. Oh, God. Um, one second. No. Um, five. Five? You take eight bludgeoning damage. As splinter wood, you can hear the planks like twinking, twinking, clinking off of each other as they fly around the areas. The whole floor starts to collapse in on itself. You're up. Oh, that was still my turn, right? It's still your turn. That was mid your turn. Okay. Second floor. I am going to use my jacket again. Um, and it's until the start of my next turn, any hostile creature that tries to move out of melee range from me must take oh, a strength saving throw of 10 plus 2d4 or they fail to move. If they succeed, any opportunity of attack I make is granted and an additional 1d4 to hit and damage dealt. Right, so you're basically yes. attempting to kind of keep them in place using the strength that the jacket provides you. So once again, Bizarre kind of feeling the, the bubbles coming up the straws, you're sucking the draft jacket dry, but you use that bit of energy to kind of grab him and you hold him there with your flail kind of up above your head. Alright. Okay. That's it. Okay. He is going to see he sort of his, his point of escape above him on the second floor collapse. He's going to attempt to kind of shove by you and get by. So what does he need to make to try and move? He needs to have a strength saving throw of 10 plus 2d4. So, so roll your 2d4. 2D4. Three. Six. So he needs a 16 or higher. 12. Oh. oh. So as he tries to push by you, you grab him kind of by the side of the chain and sort of hold him in place there at the top, at the stair just above you. He's unable to move. So he remains in place, of course. He gets stuck in the one place I can't fucking <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, do you want to switch? Yes. So sort of held in place and down to his kind of last option there. He's first going to use a bonus action. Oh no! I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh god, I can't do this again. Come on. 
I should have used second wind. What was I thinking? 16. 16, you take four lightning damage. <laughs> As the crackling energy goes flying out and once again pushes you back against the wall. At the foot of the stairs there. I'm sweating. And he, sort of, he wipes yeah. his mouth, but as it's not like sweat, it's kind of like crackling on the edge of his hand there as a sort of static energy is raising the hair on his arms. And he slips at you. How about you? Gone yet? Never. And he's gonna, uh, he can't move because of your thing, so that's that's the end of his turn. Okay. Um. Uh, okay, great. I'm going to try to hit him. Uh, so you have to run up to him again. Uh, it's only yeah, 10 sure. feet. But yeah. yeah. Non-lethally. Sure. <laughs> Even though he's literally throwing electricity in my face, but whatever. Oh my god. Can I just kill him? What's really gonna happen? It seems like it's Uh, 15? Misses. Second wind. Okay. 1d10 plus my fighter level, which okay. is a four. So after a pitch, have you ever used this? What is this? Yeah, <laughs> I've never really, I've, I've probably heel, used it like selfie. once, and I never is really. Is it a bonus action? Is that what it is? It's a bonus action. Okay, so just know you can't use your draft jacket this turn. This yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so after missing the strike, the two of you, the two of you like inches away, and you take this moment as you kind of realize that he's probably going to get a strike in before you get another one, and you summon the energy. To bring yourself back to 1d10? This is it, right? With the zero? Uh, yeah. 1d10 plus your level, is that what it is? Four, yeah. Oh my god, baby, come on. Ten. Okay. Well, I got six. So, so, so six plus five. Oh, six plus, so ten total. Great, so you heal ten. Oh, that might not even be enough. You gotta make that saving throw. Yeah, you gotta make the saving throws. Do you still have the saving throw buff? Okay. Anything else? Um. No, I'm not gonna run away, no. Okay, great, so the two of you, once again, he's sort of perched up on one stair above you, and he takes his halberd, and once again, you see that metal spike that's on the end, and he tries to bring it up in for a jab. He's gonna make an attack roll here. This guy is not fucking around. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. 17 to hit. No! Bizarre brings up the shield, (gasps) and the two of you are like pinned in this tiny little oh, hallway shit. in this room. Oh, Splinter's kind of t- 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 coming down. I need both of you to make dexterity saving throws. Oh my, my god! god. <laughs> oh, no. That building doesn't say non-lethal. Did he save? Uh, he did save. Oh my god. Oh, no. He's still gonna take some damage, probably. Six. Six. You take uh, you take seven bludgeoning Ooh. damage. As once again the wall kind of comes in as the staircase kind of comes over the top and collapses down. Oh my god. The crumbling building around you. Um, and he already um, attacked. He um, didn't use them. So he's gonna stay there. Um He's actually uh, yeah, he's gonna stay Can you take a potion as a bonus action? No. <laughs> Potions are a action. That's nice. Uh, for... It's a... Uh, you got a two blue and yellow left, right? Two blue and a yellow, yeah. Can, can you not empty it and use the... I can. I, it's any time during my turn, too, so I guess I can empty it and then use the... But that'll... That might actually kill. Um, I am... Um, <laughs> 
going Oopsie. to use my action and take a healing potion. Okay. Go ahead. Least, least standard, standard healing potion. 2d4 plus 2. Yeah. Okay. So 2d4, right? Mm-hmm. 2d4. 4. Nice. Ooh. There we go. 3. There we go. 9 Seven. healing. That's it? Oh my god. That's like still nothing. <laughs> That's some of our That's point. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just killed the whole I'm going to just do this. It, it doesn't matter because there's no other target except for me. What it read it? What it's it? choose 1d4 targets within 5 feet of you. Sure, add 2d4 to their AC yeah. and the next attack that targets them. Uh, this effect lasts until the start of your next turn. No longer than five feet of but Great. So I'm just going to empty it. And you feel as you're... This is the last bit of liquid in the jacket? Is yeah. that the idea? Yeah. Great. So you feel that kind of straw sensation of no liquid <laughs> being left in the tank. You kind of spit it out. There isn't any targets to target with this ability. So now the tank is empty. It's empty. Great. Okay. That's it. All right. There's a fucking, like, empty the tank. Okay. You think he, I don't care about Orba? God damn it. He twirls in this narrow hallway best as he can, brings the halberd around, and tries to come up over the top of his head, and in that moment, scream! Never! Eight he's a hit. No! Oh my god! Gets low to the ground and puts the shield up, and the halberd comes down on top, and he's sort of waiting to see if you move, and then there's that... As you push the shield up, and the halberd gets pushed to the side. And he's gonna try and uh, he's gonna, gonna try gonna and push past you. Trying to kill you. Yeah. Uh, you get an attack of opportunity. Because <laughs> yep. he's trying so we, hard. Uh, and do I can, still make it non-lethal? You can. This is a melee attack, so you can make it non-lethal. He's never gonna give up. You can. Right, but he gets knocked unconscious with nothing. Yeah. As opposed to being killed outright, he's knocked unconscious. Oh, so you would hope he would do can the I same for you. That's not me. That's the idea. That's Let's idea. knock him unconscious. <laughs> that way we can call it. Please. Semantics, really. Unconscious dead. <laughs> Nine. Nine, okay. Oh, Misses as he kind of just pushes past you with the, with the walls sort of crumbling around him. Okay. 30. He turns around and once again sort of ble- reaches onto his pocket and takes out that black sphere once more. Oh my god. He's trying to light it. Your turn. He's not going to get a chance. Okay. So this is any time during my turn. Okay. So I can try to hit him first, right? Is this, yeah, so read, this is the overcharge. So once the right. jacket so is Right, so any time during my turn when all force, fortitude, and finesse tanks are empty. Which they are. The, the draft jacket has been emptied completely. So can I try to hit him first or? So read the rest of it. Sorry. Oh, um... Exhale scalding steam at a target within 20 feet of you. Mm-hmm. The target must make a DC 7 plus. This is where things. It's okay. So the numbers get yeah. complicated. But the point is, he has to make a saving throw to avoid the scalding steam. Right. The important thing about that is, it's a saving throw. You can't do that non lethally. A non lethal attack must be a melee attack. But you can't. I, I don't think it says it costs an action, right? This is. No. It is, I think using the jacket is a bonus action. So right. you can make a regular attack yeah. and still use that after. That's yes. what I was going to say. Yep. Um, but you can't do that non-lethally, even or, if you're within five feet of him. Right, right, right. But it says, target must make DC 7 plus XXR saving throw, or take YD4 fire damage. Well, that means if he fails, he takes the damage. Oh. Yeah. 
It's not a your choice. It's oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. Or he just, I choose to make a saving throw. <laughs> take no damage, please. So that, this is technically would kill him if it works. Possibly, yes. Let me make the attack first. <laughs> so sort of steam building in your mouth. You kind of run forward. I'm the non-legal 10, unconscious. 15, 20, 25. All right, you're up close enough there. Come on, baby. <laughs> uh, 23. 23 hits. Is this a non-lethal attack? This is a non-lethal. Knock him unconscious attack. Please knock him unconscious. Please knock him unconscious. Come on, baby. I oh my God. 11. Max roll. Just as he has the bomb sort of in his hand, and he hits so hard that the bomb kind of like floats in the air for a second and then <sighs> sort of rolls. It's and not falls. lit, right? It's not okay, lit. I was gonna say, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Shove it in his back. Yeah. <laughs> and he sort of stumbles back, lets go of the halberd with one hand, and it kind of clatters to the floor. And he slides back against the wall, and once again, sort of a little bit of the ruin kind of <laughs> falling around him. And it comes to a very quiet standstill. God. Wow. Wow. That was tight. That was I tight. need to go. <laughs> you need to leave? <laughs> I'm sort of standing over him. I need to go. Yeah, <laughs> peace. Thank you very much, but I'll see you later. <sighs> Breathing. Having expent much of your energy and abilities at your disposal. You look at this formidable opponent lying unconscious on the floor here. Content, you look, give him a look and you can see sort of the chest rising and dropping, but very clearly not within a conscious mind. And you kind of look around at the destruction that you brought upon this place, even though it was already sort of dilapidated, shambled. And you sort of ruminate on this moment as you realize that not only sort of you defeated your opponent in this moment, but possibly proved yourself to Cliff Ironcloud, one of the most powerful men in this area. You look around and you wait. And after a moment, as you're sort of just not tending to your wounds, but making sure there isn't anything sort of actively bleeding or that poses a dire threat. You hear some quiet footsteps. And once again, one of the blue robed acolytes emerges, sort of now hearing the silence coming from within. And she looks at the tiefling and then to you. She makes a little sound. And someone comes closer. And it's a, 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 a sort of a shorter dwarven man, even for a dwarf, with curly hair. And he's got a large satchel slung over his shoulder. And he's holding a couple bandages in his hand. He looks like sort of a field medic, you know, basic healing sort of training. And he immediately kind of looks over to the tiefling and then looks up at the advocate. And the advocate nods. And he immediately starts, shuffles over and starts to kind of wrap and tend to the wounds of the man that's fallen to the floor. You have shown yourself to be a formidable opponent. Going forward, I hope you show yourself to be an equally formidable ally. Mr. Meadows is seen to the injured party. As was conveyed to the others, Mr. Ironcloud will likely be in touch again in the coming days. I am told your horse was brought to Nakuzi, as you requested. Though at this evening hour, if you wish to spend the night in Naupa, the Upa Alehouse is as good a place as any. Thank I leave you. that to you. Once you go back over the bridge, head due west until you see a courtyard with a two-story building 
on the North End. Good luck on the next stage of your journey. Thank you. And I'm able to take the seat away there tomorrow? That is my belief, although I know they're nearing completion of the seat away. If they're close and it is not open, you may have to walk. We will try to keep it open as long as we can. Thank you. Well met. She walks over. It seems like she's sort of supervising the tending of the injuries of Gondor. So where are you heading? I'm gonna go. Well, mm, mm. <laughs> well let me see if I... What time is it? I mean, it's late at this it's point. Really it's like late. eight, like nine o'clock. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Where's Mr. Duke? That was him. You yeah. just killed him. Like, what? What? Um, oh, where is Lepatro? You don't know that. I don't know. So I will go to the Ubana house <laughs> and I will ask somebody <laughs> where it is. <laughs> It's a Sorry. place, not a person. <laughs> uh, what? Try Where? Them. <laughs> you start to walk in the direction, the directions that you've been That's given, sort of head back, back over the bridge. Towards the Thank you. Oh, that was good. Oh, it's <laughs> the second portion oh, no. of Vermees's concert <laughs> oh, I forgot. is a very lovely and less stressful affair. <sighs> the note from Marvin Bishop's character is firmly in your hand. You're able to concentrate and enjoy the music without feeling that at any moment there might be surprises lurking in the shadows, or the audience, or in the streets, beyond the courtyard of the aliens. She starts with a pair of songs pertaining to more to her travels than to the musings of the gods. One celebrating the beauty of the Tunkuri Kualu Mountains, and another one a slow dirge told from the point of view of a woman watching her true love sail across the Hatun Sea never to be heard from again. It's not an unpleasant way to spend an evening. The fresh air, the robust acoustics, and a fine selection of food and drink contribute to a jovial atmosphere, a welcome reprieve that makes you temporarily forget about some of the frustrations you've experienced being an outsider and trying to get things done in the Vigapura. More songs are followed by more applause, and the cycle continues. The bard showing impressive retention as most of the patrons seem to be sticking around for the entire performance. So is there anything you guys wanted to do? Kind of, there's this lull where it seems like, again, the songs aren't really about the gods, so Graven doesn't feel kind of as awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You've done your business with um, sort of the We're, we're still sitting thing. at the bar, presumably where we were talking to Leto. Yes, more. <clears throat> well, Leto has left. No, no, where, where we were, yes. yes. Yep. Out of sheer awkward. Um, I have a, a quick question about yes. the this legend of Damasa. Mm -hmm. Is that like bedtime story level stuff, <laughs> or is that like, oh yeah, that was this guy Damasa, and he literally did all these things? Um, very... To the people in Nolan's Woods, they would preach that as absolute truth. Okay. To people who weren't there to experience it, and again, how much of it is exaggerated or not is varies depending on who you right. ask. To people outside of the Nolan's Woods communities, it's a little more of a heroic legend. They acknowledge that Damasit likely existed and had some role in, but the part where he was infused with the power of many gods, right. it's, it's debated as to whether or not that's, stuff of yes, as to whether that's okay. true. Or not. Is Satyria still tending bar? Uh, she is sort of, after um, 
She was at the bar for a little bit, but she's walking around to speak with some of the guards around the perimeter. She's not at the bar right now, but okay. you've seen her return there sometimes. Uh, is there a bartender there? There is. It's with that younger guy. I'll sort of lean over to the guy. This is the only night Bremise is, is playing, correct? Yes. Um, if you'd like to see her again, you can head over to Hall of the Sophia. Did she... So is she packing up this evening? Is she staying here? Is she um, spending the night here? I think she's spending the night here, yes. And then she's leaving in the morning for... Did she have a caravan? Like a, a, a sort of carrying her instruments and... I think she has some of her musicians um, carry some of her belongings, yes. In, in sort of a wagon or...? Um, on horseback, I On horseback, yeah. right? They arrived in a small convoy. Of five, is six. Yes, all right. I'm just hoping to see them catch another show. Perhaps. Yes, I, I hear it's very nice over there. It's yes. More expensive uh, an entrance fee. Oh, yes. But enjoy. Thank you. If we perhaps destroyed her caravan, maybe they wouldn't. she wouldn't be able to perform at the next venue. What? Okay, that's a little extreme. I was just thinking we spread the smelly gut stuff over the new venue. No, come on, Didn't be a little bit fun. we bring that back for a no, yeah, but more what, particular what I, reason than <laughs> sure. sabotage? What I what I figured was the only part of that that's salvageable in any way, right, is the skull. Because what else is the goo gonna tell you? I don't know. I don't think there's any way to get the goo to tell you anything. So keep the skull. Use the smelly goo. Where? Kill two birds. Where are you? Well, where is the new venue? It's, is it even in this? It's no. It's not in this district. She has to travel. Look, I just I feel bad that we. We. We yes, all four of us were running about during half the show. I feel a little. I think there was you running about, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not the one who almost got kicked out of the venue. That's true. That was you. I'm sorry. Did you not want me to track down those people? No, no. Quietly. We, this is not an argument. I'm just saying. We, we perhaps well. we owe it to Satyria. To try and help keep a Burmese here for another night, perhaps two. Okay. It's not at the top of my so, to There's do a way this, to sabotage the, the caravans the without absolutely destroying them. If, if you sabotage the caravans, yeah, and then, just the caravans, then she's going to have her musicians carry their instruments over. It's not like it prevents her from traveling. That harp looks fairly heavy. Yeah, but you, you don't want to destroy the fucking harp, then she can't play here either. So, so I, I think the better way to do it, if we're going to. S- and I'm trying to check it, just if you realize what you're saying. Yeah, and there's still music around. You guys can whisper quietly. If we're gonna do this, I think the best way is to muss up the other place, the the fancy place. You know, that just. Mm. Unfortunately, I think we all have better things to do in the next 24 hours than oh, muss up a fancy place. We definitely have better things to do. That's not. But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> She's performing for a week there, I believe. So we could that's perhaps true. mess up a later date. I, yeah, I suppose. But what that now that means we What's have to the keep the smelly good. still just trying to follow the fact that you want to take time out of our very, very busy schedule I'm, to I, go and wreak havoc on this no, poor performer. I was simply asking if it was easy to just pull an axle pull no. an axle from a wagon. That doesn't take any time at all. But if if I'm not anything, the one proposing who are you trying to impress here? I am proposing the good. I'm just saying I think we owe it to Satyria that perhaps another night should be performed. Who and is I, that? The Satyria, bartender. The bartender. Oh, yes, sorry, oh, yeah. the bartender. You don't know it, the we, we care about this person. She's yes, we, yes, we, we... Here's the thing that I've learned about being... to a great number of sort of elven communities I mean, in the area. in the north, okay. the thing seems to be being one of us, right? The thing seems to be having friends. And if you can't be local, the next best thing you can do is be friends with a local. Honestly, so the reason... So it's not a terrible idea. A reason you probably Maybe weren't kicked out outright was because... No, actually, she doesn't really know you. Okay, so you wanna... <laughs> no, she's just nice. <laughs> she's just a very nice person. So you want to vandalize a, a 
a smellify a different location. Okay, sure. Smellify you know, a different I... location, yeah. and you just want to destroy her belongings. I was simply there's a break in the music. I figured I could if it was easy enough For to just pull point. an axle. <laughs> They're just going to fix the wagon. That's I'm not, not saying it was a good that's idea. Normal. I was sim- I didn't do anything other than ask the barkeep. Well, then if we're going to take time out of our busy schedule, come up with a good idea well, so, so that we can make it happen. I saw that much time. What if we just send me over? I think with s- the guts, the goon, to the fancy place. I go in. <laughs> Hear me out. I can go in. I can sort yeah. of discreetly. The goo is spoken for at the moment, and well, perhaps we when we are separate... done with it, maybe you can in, take it in, to another district. Uh, in oh. retrospect, I do think that if I go talk to um, Niels this evening, I don't think it's beneficial to drop his sister's head in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> However, so if we, we do want back? to prove well, that it's his sister, we should keep this if, skull. In case he asks for some sort of medical proof. Because he doesn't believe that his sister was a raging mutant if he didn't already know, which he probably did, but do you, we don't know. When do you plan on speaking to him? Uh, I was going to go as soon as the concert's over. His sister just died. I think that he would appreciate... I was just asking. I mean, knowledge that she died. I'm not going to muck anything up. I'm yeah. just going to go let him know that his sister died and ask if he knew that she was a mutant. Okay, so, like, I guess... On the way to the coast tomorrow, we just... Poke our heads in with this stinky sack. And <laughs> what are you going to like? Put it in different little posts and floorboards and stuff. My You're going to hide thought it. I have to do that after hours. Was well, maybe. Or we could drop them. I was thinking we could make little cloth, sort of like smell bombs, <laughs> and we could thing them. <laughs> Stop looking at me that way. I have someone it to meet work. in the morning. You are welcome <laughs> oh, to do whatever you, you want. I need to be in the coast again. I. I need to oh, head okay. to the coast as well. Promise for obvious <laughs> reasons. Do you remember that armor that I was wearing with the yeah the, the with face? The face. Mm. Yeah. I told him I'd let him uh, borrow my armor tomorrow morning for a little while because oh I the the, um, his... the jouster. The... Oh, that's very nice. It's quite yes. friendly. So I'm meeting him at the inn where all my things are right. on the coast tomorrow morning. I see. Okay. So no Look, I'm hopefully taking this. This isn't a priority. I'm, I'm hoping to do the same tomorrow morning. I'm simply saying that if there's any way to help Satyria, we probably should. Okay. Okay. It's not like I put a lot of thought into this, Tiefling. Well, I was just clearly sort you of... said that. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm just saying. I have though. I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> this whole time you've been watching the show, trying to figure out how to. I don't know. Why don't not? you have a few bombs? I, but but hang on, that's a bit obvious, don't you think? Well, smelly is okay, but exploded <laughs> is right out. Well, that would entirely <laughs> damage the property. Yeah, but and then that would also definitely be linked to us. I think it'd be hard for us to stay in this town after bombing a nice establishment. I spreading a smell, if a foul stench, there. is pretty untraceable. Who's going to be like, oh, I bet it was those weirdos who came in here and made it smell? Perhaps bad. those smelly weirdos at the inn, <laughs> the ones who smelled bad when they walked in. Yeah. Right, isn't that more traceable it's to not us a, than a bomb? It, exactly. Well, that's it's, sort of point like The revisit, plan is not faultless. I would like to revisit the stakes of this. It is for a concert. Stakes alone. Look, the, at yeah, the end of this stakes. concert, I'm going to go speak to Niels. Okay. And I'll come back here. We're all staying here this evening? I figured. Yes. All right. Do you know what the halfling is? <laughs> where is... Where, where, I mean, really? Bizarre? She's on the coast. But that's not very So perhaps we'll see her tomorrow. I hope she's all right. She's fine. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it's just a feeling. Yeah, know. it's a feeling. Do you hear the house collapsing in the distance? Yeah. <laughs> that, someone, run, someone runs someone in. Some house just uh, collapsed. A little girl. <laughs> higher order, I think. Did everybody notice one of those songs? 
Uh, which, which one? I noticed a couple. The, I'd like to speak to you about one of those. Okay. Excuse me? Well, I, I didn't understand. Oh, oh the one you thought you would have comprehend languages understand. and other things. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm seeing it in Infernal. So. Yeah, I, so I, I'm assuming you knew. Well, you could tell there wasn't. For, you're familiar okay. with the sound of it, even though you couldn't understand. So, if there's any tidbits like the one that I'm thinking of in that song, I'd love to know. But I do know. The Legend of Tomasset. That one was in common. Yes. I know, but I was the fact that there are two sacred spaces that are... Yeah. Do you think it's real? Oh, Nolan's Woods and some other... Do you know what the other sacred space is? No, I do not. But I suppose we should operate under the assumption that it is. And... That there may be... Does it have to be a wood? Is that important for the meddling gods? Does it have to be anything? It didn't seem to imply that. I don't... I mean, You've I never know. spent just... um, extended periods of time in Nolan's Woods or another location? I have spent time flag. around Nolan's Woods, yes. Has he, uh, what, any other has place? he asked like... you to protect Nolan's Woods specifically? Like it, like, or destroy, or has he asked you to focus your energy on Nolan's Woods? Yes, villages in and around Nolan's Woods, yes. Are there any other locations where he's asked you to focus? Lots. Yes. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, there's not something that stands out. You've never felt particularly powerful in a certain area? Not that stands out as different. That's okay. I wouldn't know either. Okay. Significant. Yeah. I wonder if um, um, Ainsley. I wonder if he would know. What do you think? Perhaps. Is that the kind of thing that it's safe to go around asking questions about? Well, maybe not by me, but. Should we ask questions? What questions? He's Is not there even a way... in this district. Or if we see if Big Bernice He's back in the has like a. As like a talk back after the show, we could always ask her. Possibly we could Perhaps if she's having a drink drinks. after. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. She's apparently staying here. We... She wrote the songs, I'm assuming she knows the legends very well. But anyway, the other song that was in Infernal, it was each meddling god, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, uh, each meddling god had kind of like a verse in it celebrating themselves, and then between each one there was a portion, another voice, um, questioning the slaughtering, I suppose. Um, from what I can remember, if you slaughtered the audience during the play, do you still take a bow when curtain falls? Do all the meddling gods celebrate themselves by slaughtering? Yeah, really. It's an actual question, I'm not being cute. <clears throat> I don't know. When, when the gods were, like, celebrating themselves in that song that was an Infernal, did they focus heavily on, like, massacring people, or <laughs> was it all, all different things Murder. based on the kind of the god that it was? I mean, there was, it was less about, it was specifically some of the gods that, they, a couple of the Medigling gods specifically, Kuzni, uh, Heptactor, and, um, what's the third one? That's my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mole, uh-huh. that that they would protect the people that, you know, worshipped them, but in the song, it sort of questions their methods. It was unspecific always as to what those methods were, but that they felt like sometimes the collateral damage of the gods imbuing their power was, the question was, was it worth the gods intervening intervening Got it. If, they, if it was going to be destructive, you know? So it's not so specific as, as to that. Okay. From what I understand, 
According to them, the end always justifies the means. Right. That's very bleak. It does seem like the musicians are picking up their instruments once more. If there's one. Keep an ear out. Okay. Do you, you all right? Yes. I'm kind of trying to give him like a... Yes. Maybe if we got the loot right. player very drunk, he wouldn't be able to travel tomorrow. Okay, listen. Uh, uh, not a terrible idea. I don't hate it. Why don't we just murder it? all of her other people and then okay. she can't you do it? You know what? Yeah, no. The sarcasm. I know. Okay. She's, but starting, that's not the same. she's starting the next song. Promising <laughs> <laughs> her musicians begin to play. Another song kind of goes by. Another song. And as it seems, the concert might be kind of on its way to winding down. Bermice invites the assistance of one of her fellow musicians to come to the center of the amphitheater, kind of with her, where she's seated with her harp. He sits with a large drum, kind of these padded mallets, and he kind of starts to thump out a rhythm that begins a kind of inspired, almost militaristic kind of marching song. And in the lyrics, she outlines a number of odes that she has taken as a descendant of the families of Nolan's woods. I swear to honor the gods in all their glory. I swear to keep in my thoughts the sacrifices of my ancestors. I swear to sing the praises of the worthy. And I swear to bring to justice those that would hide behind the words of gods to excuse their acts of evil. The gods are to be followed, but not blindly. And I swear to lead the march against those that wield power with their eyes shut. And as she's singing this song, Bermise is kind of looking around the audience, and you also see that the lights around the perimeter of the alehouse oh no. begin to flicker. And Orba recognizes this as she's singing and looking around as the innate tiefling ability of thaumaturgy. She's flickering the candles as a kind of oh, sort of extra dramatic effect, and her eyes go completely white. She sort of whitens out her eyes so they have this kind of see like all-seeing sort of pale appearance as she looks around the eye. It's hard to tell exactly where she's focusing her attention because of the way she's kind of washed over her eyes. And she looks around, and the notes carry out, and the audience is sort of nodding, looking around, sort of sensing that this this song has a kind of sort of finale, climactic kind of sound to it, a sort of triumphant sort of ending tone to it. And the song continues a little. And the people kind of look around, smiling, enjoying their drink. And after some time, the song sounds like it's slowly coming to a close. One, in, uh, one of the musicians stops playing their instrument, then another. Then another. And then finally it's just her and the drummer there in the middle. He's sort of slowly banging the beat on the drum. She's plucking away at the harp. And then the drumming stops. And it's just her plucking at the harp. And she looks around at all the people in the audience. And you can see her smiling, sort of appreciating all of the people that have come to see her in this moment. And she looks around. And the song comes to an end. And as soon as she finishes the song, one of the musicians takes a step forward to meet the other two in the center. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Bernice Yord, and the audience applauses. There's a lot of cheering. She gets a standing ovation. People stand up. Everyone's clapping. It's very long, sort of drawn out, extended applause. She bows, sort of politely at first, and after she bows, she kind of one one at a time, kind of indicates to each of your musicians, and each of them take a bow as they all kind of appreciate the audience and all their their willingness to come out and watch them perform. After she's uh, hold, held for applause for each of your musicians. A couple of the Oop Alehouse guards descend into the amphitheater, and it looks like they're standing around while Bernice and her musicians sort of gather their things, making sure that nobody like rushes to try and talk to Bernice. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see them just politely keeping people at a distance as they're sort of picking up their instruments and moving along. And like two or three guards sort of escort them sort of side to the side as they kind of move up out of the amphitheater, and then they look like they're moving back in the direction of that staircase that leads up to the second floor of the Alehouse, where you know that the rooms are located. And so they, the guard's keeping everyone at a respectful distance, and you watch as Burmese kind of disappears around the corner, presumably up to the rooms for the evening. And once again, you guys are sort of left in the din of the Upa Ale House, and I need all of you to make a perception check for me. Oh, baby. Oh, what are you trying to see? No, I'm no! Oh, no. Seven. That one. You're going to create a collection of hey. here. Thirteen. Give me your time. <laughs> time out. Orba, sort of as everyone is looking at each other as the music's kind of winding down, wondering where the next move is for the evening, Orba's kind of at the bar facing out a little bit, and you see something like off the edge of the courtyard and into the street that looks a little familiar, and you're surprised to see the face of Bizarra approaching the Upa Ale House, and Bizarra sort of curiously, you're seeing all these people in here, you're not, you, you didn't know that there was an event taking place, yeah. so to you it just looks like the bar is super popular, <laughs> it's like the place to be, but people are moving out, you see a lot of people moving past you to go back to their houses or horses or wherever they're headed, so you're kind of moving in, looking around, sort of wondering exactly where you're supposed to go or talk to, and you spot Bizarra. Or we'll put her hand up and try to just wave and get her attention a You see who are you? Yeah, Bazaar. What? What? Bazaar's here. <laughs> and Sephira kind of starts. And I'm like, she said she was on the coast. She looks bad. She approaches and she's, you know, she's carrying herself well, but she definitely looks like she's been in a scrape for sure. Bizarre. You alright? Thought you were on the coast. No, I was summoned. Well, I was on the move to, to talk to some other people, and then I was intercepted by a blue... Oh. Oh. <laughs> a blue white right. 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 Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sure. Um, to fight to see if I was worthy to protect Orba. Oh, are you, oh Are you oh. worthy? Yeah. You did it alone. I am. We did it together. I did it alone. Well, good for and you. Yes. I won. Uh, Spear's gonna kind of give her like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I assumed that they would have found you as well. They came to me yesterday. Uh, yes. Early this morning. And they said if they didn't find me, they would have a replacement. Wow. And I had to find Crucial. him. Oh, how was he? Horror. Strong. And he really wanted to take the position. Did he know? Did he know? He didn't know who it was. He just thought it was an honor to do that duty. But he he knew that Cliff Ironcloud was yeah. Paul, but yes, he, he did not know who he was protecting or what the mission oh. was or anything. But wow. so just some random person was basically he knew just a random person. Cliff, like this. <laughs> no, I no, meant no, like no. 
was, you know, interested in helping. Yeah. A warrior. Wow. He knew well, the stakes of the position and who it was for. But wow. so did I. Good job. Goodness, good good yes. job. Well, we have, Thank you. We have only one if we're all here, perhaps we should try and acquire another room, otherwise it's going to be quite tight, but I the guess. plan was we're all planning to stay here for the evening and then go, I believe the Goliath and I need to head back to the coast and not sure what everyone else's plans were. I have to just make one more stop here and was hoping to get to Nikuzi. Who are you looking for here? We've been around quite a bit. Um, I'm just going to look around, just make sure. <laughs> There's, um, I got a tip that there's another pawn chaser here. Oh, right. So. Same situation yeah, as last of? time. Yeah. Well, well, friendly? No, not, none of them. Are. I'm not you know. She's exactly friendly. sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> not, They're all shit. <laughs> <laughs> all those dumb pawn yeah. chasing halflings. Mm. They're uh, ridiculous. Um, he seems. Okay, but I don't, I've never heard of him before, but he's in a poor area of uh, Naupa, so. What's the name? Lupatro? Is that you say? The name of the town. That's the name of the area. That's the name of the area. Township. Yeah, that's the township. He's getting pieces for Percival Malafair. Oh, wow. Okay. Not for. Oh, uh, from. From. He's getting one. <laughs> that's where he's off to now. Sorry. He uh, wants the pieces. Yeah, he, he wants getting pieces. from. Person. Getting them from him. Yeah. But for the same person. Uh, yes. Okay. Right. The situation is a bit different, so it might not just be force that I have to use to get to him. Not oh, just what? force. What do we use? In addition to force. Sentimentality. Unfortunately. Uh, oh, we've done that. Right. right. I'm with just less better with my fists than I am you know. with talking to people. Sure. But I would like to go see him in the morning. And since I uh, completed the task today, my horse is waiting for me at Nikuzi to the person I need to talk to there. Who's right. that? You don't have to say. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. Um... Uh, the, okay. She's like, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you everything that I have to do. That's okay. Um, Did you want a, 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 a glass of uh, wine? Just, uh, I recommend some th- food oh. would be okay. I don't really need a drink right now. Um, so yourself. Should they have food? Sabir's <laughs> kind of like looking to Did flag you? down like a barkeep or something. People look at and say who you're looking for. Yeah. On the um, so I'm looking for. Um, He's a tattoo artist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Butes. We've seen him. Oh. Yes. Uh, oh, seems okay. like a nice guy, although we tried to ask him about... Um, oh, we found out oh, boy. that uh, that there are these little uh, tattoos. They're like a storm sort of tattoo. It's like a... Cyclone. Like a, yeah, like a tornado. And um, people get them. We think they might be part of some kind of uh, secret society. In Probably the... maybe something to do with the mic trade at the ports. Specifically on their... Uh, toes. Between yes, the, between, between the, the toes. toes. Well, um, actually, I, I've been trying to find out about um, this thing called metallic atonement. Atonement. Sorry. What is that? Well, first, uh, I did find out that people do get a special tattoo for McKenna, who works mm. at the port. Oh, right. Uh, that's 
That's useful information. When he, they're accepted to work for him, they have to get this insignia. I don't know what it is there, but it could be what you're talking it's, about. I mean, yes. it seems like there's a very high likelihood that it could be a tornado between your toes. Well, one of the people who had the tattoo was Leto's now deceased husband, Roy, and then we actually what? just oh, yes, and we actually just um, fell the the plant mutant. Oh yeah. Person. Um, and they had one, she had one between her toes as well. And before she was a mutant, she also worked for McKenna. Yes. And Leto told us about a name escapes me now, but someone who died some time ago who also worked for McKenna had a similar tattoo. So that, that must be it, they, right? Yeah. Oh. So That's what's huge. the metallic so attunement? So, <laughs> it's something that you'd probably be very interested in. Uh, it's, uh, they get, a, a, there's a certain metal in the ink that they use for these tattoos. And when you get the symbol or something, some sort of tattoo placed on where you, oh gosh, this is going to be good. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I just well, need to get it out more. Okay. The magic. It's the, the object that you want to attune to uh-huh. matches up with the tattoo and it creates an oh, automatic nice. attunement. You don't need to go no. through any process. It just happens. But then once it's removed from the tattoo, it's not attuned. So what is he, I mean, I guess we can't assume that all of these tattoos are metallically attuned, but if they were, what item would he be attuning these people to? That was some sort of toe ring, I assume. That does what? That's interesting. Well, a special shoe or something. Yes. Like is a sandal? <laughs> yes, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Um, what? I'll be right back. What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. No, you can't go anywhere alone. Where are you going? Oh my goodness. I'm going up to our room. Okay, you're allowed to go there. Alone. No, someone go with her. Do you want seriously? Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Right. Just okay, I'll go, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go with you. Oh my god. Orba's gonna. I'm gonna start walking back. behind I'm her. Okay. She's just gonna hustle up into the room. Three of you remain. Keep going. <laughs> so does the metallic attunement have to be to a tattoo, or is it? Yeah, it's to a certain. Yeah. It's to the metal. It's to the metal. So it doesn't so it have to, doesn't have to be, be a tattoo, is. but if it's... It's to the metal. It's to a metal. I see. And you get to attune to a magical object instantaneously. Yes. That's... It's amazing. <laughs> is there any Me- other indication as to what McKenna was using this for? Any indication for... Mm, no. I just... I'm on a s- certain mission to get pieces from somebody else and it the whole metallic attunement plays into that. And you think Butez has been putting his magical tattoos on Did either of you people. run into McKenna already when you were at the... <laughs> we passed by him. We didn't speak to him. Yes. Did you go back and do the poo pipes? Excuse me? <laughs> Not yet. But... Uh, I intend to go I, back. There is something in that pipe. I in, after I talk to Butez, I will make my way back. But I just okay. need to finish this pack first. Mm. It was a broken crown contract. <laughs> For poo pipes. Mm. I have a lot they of things on my plate. System. Okay. Something was lodged in it. Oh. And that's... she was the right size to go and unstuck. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Graven stood. <laughs> 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 Um, we're gonna go up to what to Safira and Orba. Um, yeah. Give me perception checks. The three of you that remain uh, oh. on the floor. As you guys go up, Just return to the second floor, what I have to do. and you start to head back towards that uh, back left room that you guys left to the monument. 
and immediately, oh no, oh no, a ripe, pain, <laughs> oh fungal smell no. can be sensed oh, even no. before opening the door. <laughs> and this rank odor is amplified no, tenfold upon so entry. It's sort of so you bad. open the door and just <laughs> this wave of like filth uh, and heat washes over you. Dang. And you can tell that the sort of mutant head has continued to disintegrate. Sort of, it, it sits in a small puddle of this undiscernible <laughs> No. No. So you guys enter into the no, room. No, you cannot tell me. You're out there. You will not tell me that that would not do the trick of clearing our room. You cannot tell me that it wouldn't do the trick. I'm dying. I'm crying. I can feel it in my eyes. Oh, fuck. Breathe through your nose, Sophia. No, don't breathe through your nose. No, breathe through, <laughs> breathe through my mouth. Breathe through your mouth. <laughs> I have to do this. We cannot sleep in here with this. Sophia. That's not happening. Absolutely not. Sophia, I have some really bad news. What? No, where is it? I have to cast Detect Magic ritually, and it's going to no, take minutes. No, for God's sake. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Ten minutes. Fuck up. You can, you can do outside. anything for ten minutes. Go ahead and no, stand you can outside. do anything for ten okay. minutes. No, it's a challenge. Arms good. I was gonna sit next to the sack. Worth? We return to the uh, oh, 13. 13. <laughs> Perception checks. 21. 21. Oh shit. So as you guys look around, <laughs> just a couple quick things too. that you notice. Erland, do you spot Satyria seems to have posted up next to someone that you don't recognize, not one of the guards. There's a man who kind of has a monastic appearance, appearance, but not a combat monk. He has like a long robe and a shaved head, like a religious or spiritual monastic appearance, not a not sort of from a, a, a trained monk school kind of thing. He has a very monochromatic yellow robe with wide sleeves that kind of cascade down his elbows. And he kind of has a smug look of superiority <laughs> over his face. And he seems to be talking to Satirio, who's almost gritting through her teeth a little bit of a smile as she kind of listens to him and the two of them are kind of chatting back and forth. And you can see the man seems to be kind of pointing around <laughs> to her space and just sort of maybe commenting on some of the decor uh, and no. things. He's so she seems to not be enjoying herself? She's... She doesn't seem to be there, you know, against her will. Right, yeah. But yeah, she doesn't no, seem yeah. To, it doesn't seem to be a pleasant conversation for her necessarily. And Graven, as you're sort of, as you guys are talking, you notice kind of in the background, there's someone who is walking around to a couple of the different tables. And again, a lot of people have stuck around to maybe have one extra drink or a little bit of food before the, the evening is over. And you see a man in a kind of um, plain gray robe that has kind of a look of familiarity, familiarity to him, but you can't quite place it. Sort of a younger man, maybe in his 30s, and he seems to be going to table to table, sort of, God bless you. God's bless you. Bless your journey and your day. And he seems to be offering sort of good tidings generally to people here and there. So just some people that kind of catch your eyes. You are, but you guys are still I'm just slumped <laughs> out. Sort of involved in relaying all the details of your journey so far. Could you just give me um, one moment? I'll be right back. Sure. I'm gonna sort of walk over to um, Satyria. Sure, you start walk in that direction. She sees you coming and sort of. I'll sort of like. Do it with some haste. I'll go over to her. Okay. She seems like she might have been putting out a hand oh. to stop you, but oh, you're if, up there. If I'm, if I'm seeing that, then I'll sort of... Not in a, like, stay away, just yeah. in a, like... Okay, then I'll sort of um, look past her and walk past. And okay. Um, you, as you're passing by, you get close enough to kind of hear her say, just a, a, a little snippet of conversation back and forth, and you hear her say to him, 
Always so nice to have you here, Lem. You hear the name Lem, L-E-M. So Lem. Lemonade. Lem. Period. Mr. Lem. Do you have any connection to the lemonade? <laughs> All right. So to see that, I'll sort of do like a round and then <laughs> come circle right back. back. To them. Oh. So I mean, if, I assume they have a second or two by themselves if they want. If there was something, <laughs> she seemed sad. You, uh, <laughs> I was kind of looked like you have something on your mind. Um. What's I even going to say? So it looks like he's coming back, so I'm going to quit. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, there was also... I'm trying to find the... Don't get too quiet. Sorry. Um, the man who's also... Or the... The, the pawn chaser? Dwarven man, who is also looking for the pawns. Yes. But also, I remember them saying that uh, Mr. Two spent a lot of time with Chris Molliver. You're getting quiet. Sorry. <laughs> so. As in, Percival came to the. I'm not his sure. workplace and requested him many times. Oh, what is that for? Um, Perlin coming back. Oh, oh, oh! I was like, what am I making a decision about? I don't even know. Um. Yes, right? That was right. Okay. I think so. Is, yeah. So, but also, so it was just something that triggered my memory. Mm. And I just, between that and talking to Butez about what he was speaking about, and I feel like going to him might give us a little more insight you on... You want to go straight to Percival Mollifair? No, well, no. I want to talk to the... Sorry, I thought I saw a um, friend who needed some helping, but I was mistaken. Mm. Oh, everything okay? Oh yes, the 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 bartender here who who's helped us quite a bit seemed like she was in a sort of shit conversation, but she Ah. perhaps with a wealthy donor, someone named Lem. Mm. Was there something going on here before I arrived? Oh yes, a concert. Or is it always that busy? No, a concert from. um, a songwriter named Bramice Yord. Oh, was it good? Yes, quite quite good, actually. Mm. Very enjoyable. <laughs> oh, of course, we, um... Well, we, we... Part of what was happening was... Um, you know how I was trying to get in touch with Marvin Bishop? Hmm. I believe we found him. Oh. And he's Where? here. He's here? In the Uber? Yeah, uh, no, not in the Uber, but in Navikapura. Oh. Are you going to go see him? Yes, I believe tomorrow, yes. Do you know where? Yeah, yes, I do. He's um, towards the coast. Got it. But do we you... don't. We still don't know who has him. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that sounds promising. You've been the um the person who spoke to me. I didn't actually even mention this to you. I'll say this yeah. under my breath. Um, the person who who I was speaking to seemed extraordinarily interested in the lemonade man and sort of. Working against the Lemonade Man. Well, that's who had. That's who exactly in the first place. That's exactly right, and so, so these people have seemed to be him. against the Lemonade Man. How were they able to get him away from the Lemonade Man? I don't know. Are you going? You, so you're going to speak to them and him at the same time? I imagine they're not going to. Well, watch I, you. I assume that they're, they're not going to give me free reign. I'm hoping that you stand on the other side of the door. 
But frankly, most of the questions I have for him, I don't give a shit about the relationship with the Lemonade Man. Right. I see. Do you know where on the coast he is? Oh, yes, they gave us some notes sort of outlining where it is. It seems to be a broken crown outpost. Oh, okay. The abandoned one. Oh, mm-hmm. no, sorry, not no. the broken crown. A, um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, reserves, one of the reserves. Reserve militia. Militia, the militia <laughs> reserves. Ah. Or at least someone associated. It may, yeah. may not necessarily be, but the flag. Do you need to be escorted there by No, I've actually been told to go alone. Oh. Well, because I'm not trying to... I'm speaking to him as a... The reason they're granting me conversation with him is because I'm speaking to him as a friend and not as sort of a, a political got it whatever well mm. congratulations I would say that's do you think Marvin's going to be hoping that you are rescuing him from there but I don't know if that's possible what? Do you I'm think not saying that it is I'm saying that you might run into a very I mean here's the thing disappointed Marvin here's the thing. go there to have a I conversation and, then... and also you don't think it's going to weigh on my conscience a bit that this is a man who could put, put potentially save hundreds, thousands of people? Who's currently locked up for whatever shit political arguments occurring between the Lemonade Man and some whoever? Unknown party. I'm gonna sort of look at Beezy as I say that. Is there yes. any way, do you think, we could get him out? I mean, I guess we have to know how he's kept. Look, regardless, I think all I can do tomorrow is speak with him. Would, would you all mind waiting? Um, I guess I'll ask Auburn and Sophia when they come back, but until I find him... I, I can try to go tonight, but I think find I need... Find the pawn chaser? The pawn chaser. I have to go In tomorrow. In case I need help. I need to I have to go tomorrow morning. What time do you need to leave? In the morning. First thing in the morning. I guess it's not too late... I could try to make we it have, tonight. I don't know if uh, uh, the Acolyte mentioned this, but we do have three days in Navikapura before we have to leave. Hmm. Uh, no, that... They wasn't. said a few a few days. They didn't specify. Uh, yeah, that wasn't mentioned. They did specify. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but that is good to know. Right, I don't even know if you know this, but our first mission... Oh, <laughs> gods, yes. Um... As you guys are discussing that, actually, we're going to go back up because it's a little time. Yeah. So okay, we'll fill you up with a mission. I gotta go get, get poop out of the pipe. I gotta go this way. I gotta go that way. My As life, you guys are sort I'm of holding, holding your breath, yeah. struggling to sort of uh, an exercise in subduing your gag reflex, the ten minutes have passed, and you're looking around for your, so do you oh, open up? Open the, it. Okay, are you ready? No, but eventually you get used to it. Maybe no, three, two. What? Make oh. a constitution save. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. She's gonna barf. Should we both make it yeah, or just her? Yeah. Oh, that was the weirdest roll I've ever done, and I'm gonna miss it. Uh, eight. Eight. So, we're just knowing exactly when she's opening it has a moment to kind of steal herself, but Sophia's like in the middle of saying something, and she opens the bag, and it goes right into like her oh mouth and her nostrils, and immediately it triggers that. Oh, oh no! And like a little bit of dribbling. Oh, no. oh, oh, no. oh, like cute. And onto the floor. I think I'm gonna get my own room. <laughs> and inside the bag is glowing with a bit of magical energy near the foot oh, where shit. you sort of. The foot so. goo. Mm-hmm. Barbara's gonna just reach in to get a closer look. She's gonna try to grab and find the foot. 
you kind of pick, try to pick it up. You can feel the bone, but as soon as you start to pick up the bone, you can feel she sliding like a, off like bits uh, of delicious flesh. She's, she's gonna hold oh, the, the opening of the sack and like try to like lower it. And you know how like <laughs> she's trying to like shimmy it down a little to try to get. Try and go. Oh, you're trying to roll the exterior of the sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see generally where okay. it's coming from. What you... Is it in the shape of a? T- is it where the tattoo presumably could be? You can identify what lump of flesh was coming off of the foot bone. Yes. <laughs> Delicious. Oh uh, what color is the magic? Uh, it is of the enchantment school of magic. Enchantment. Okay. Please tell me you saw something. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna okay. quickly put it back up. Oh my gosh. Um, I have to clean up my own fucking vomit. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of try to get. Is there anything in the way of like, <laughs> a rag or a cloth? Sure, there's some rags. There's like a wash basin in I'm here. I'm gonna go so. to the wash basin and then try to clean up at least the sure. throw up so I don't have Give me another constitution saving throw. No! 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 So seeing severe water, <laughs> and like in the yeah. corner, another little Significantly less. I want to try to effectively find. I'm gonna take it out from under me, and I mm-hmm. want to I'll try to like find if there's like a hedge or like something. Give me an investigation. Like check. a rock, I can hide it under. Sure. Like anything. Mm-hmm. Investigation. Um. Uh. God, I can't do math. Seventeen. Seventeen. Great. You give a quick look around, and you find maybe a house or two down. There is like a row of shrubs next to the house, and it also the. The dirt is almost like a mulch, so it's loose okay, dirt. Okay. You can even like Bury dig a little it. bit and get it under the ground to sort of okay, subdue so the smell. I'm gonna find a hedge that's like kind of distinguished, so sure. that I can tell. Distinguished. Like, they look pretty similar, but there isn't that many. You'd be able okay, to find so I'd be able to find it. So then I want to find it and like kind of bury it in the soil. Sure. You sort of quickly make and a little like, hole and then push the mulch. And up. can I like mark it with like a leaf or a rock or something sure. in some capacity? Yeah. We'll say you find a small rock. A small rock. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. 
I'm gonna kind of like mentally take a picture and like. Come on, no. Yeah. No. Okay. So you make your way back, Orba. Were you? Orba's gonna open the windows, and yeah, she'll go. <laughs> breath of fresh air. Um, she's gonna go to the wash basin and try to clean up three different piles of pukes. Some scrubbing, a little bit of rag. Uh, um, oh I do. Do I have like Tinder and something to just like kind of like light a? Yeah, you have a Tinder. Yeah, can I? Can I just light a? Yeah, you need some sage, the room or something. Light a match. Just to try to get the. Tinder to light a match Oh my gosh. Wow. Kind of mixes with the smell a little more than covers with it, but it's not nothing. Doing my best with what I got. Just blending the smell. It's more aromatic. Kind of smells like burnt puke now. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Okay, that's all that I have to do. Um, so, alright, she's gonna close the room up, lock it, and head back downstairs. Okay, so you meet Orb at the bottom of the staircase, basically. I need a bath. I need a bath. Really bad. Okay, I'll put it outside. Behind, behind a hedge. I know which hedge. I marked it with a rock. It's buried in the mulch, okay? Okay, outside behind the hedge. I figure, I mean, it, there's a small risk of animals getting to it, but I figure we got no. the information that we kind of needed, and I Yeah, no, that was huge. I mean, there's <coughs> a high risk of animals getting to it. It clearly stinks. You can smell it for half the fucking block, but it's fine. Am I stinky? I think we both It's hard to tell. I can't tell because yeah. I stink so bad, I can't smell your stink. Okay. Well, I have the windows open. Oh, it's not terrible though. I need a right. bath anyway, but fuck's sake. Okay, let's go back. Okay. You guys make your way back to the bar, and immediately you guys can tell the the stench isn't clinging to you because you didn't get it on you, but their faces tell a story. I mean, they're like a little <laughs> pale faced, a little bit of sweat, I mean, just from the that sort of act of vomiting as they're walking their way back to the bar. Stop. <sighs> not was not good up there. Oh, really, I when I say it was a stench, I mean it was palpable, like you could walk through it. Did you throw up on your sort of shirt? No. Did I throw up on my shirt? No, I'm kind of checking There myself. might be some little damp spots. <laughs> well, a little... What were you doing up there? Well, <clears throat> well we she had... found something, so that's good. Well, we had some of the remains. We had the foot of the mutant that has the tattoo on it. And I cast the deck magic to try to at least find out what school of magic it was from. Uh, it's from the school of enchantment. So at least we know, like, vaguely... Does that line up with what she said? I guess... Oh, well, know. yes, well, the tattoo, it was it would have lit. Been, it could yes. have been a tomb so that a you were seeing. What yeah. would enchantment... <clears throat> would that <laughs> signal that the spell itself is enchantment, or would that in, help in some way to indicate what the just indicates magic. ring would be able to If, the, say, for example, it is a toe ring of some kind, then the spell attached to that ring would be of the School of Enchantment. So any idea what that could be for someone who works at the ports? That's a huge volume of, of knowledge and, and spells that, that, honestly, most of which I am not super privy We're, we're not going to find something, out from that. Something that might cause a physical change in a person? It might do. I mean, uh, not that physical change in particular, because we know it no, causes that. No, that's going to be some kind of an illusion magic, perhaps? Unless... Oh. Okay. Shape changing or appearance changing yeah. would be either transmutation or illusion, so that's not... it wouldn't really fit into that category. Okay. We can mull our brains over it, but yeah, it's, it's enchantment, so... Mm-hmm. You can certainly think about it, but... It, what, school I mean, of, what school of magic was used to, um... Uh... uh at the, at the harvesting yard, in order to sort of create um, 
in, in the sort of main really, room. That's a really good question. I'll have to I'll have to rack my brain. You're talking about the um, the main room that the we separation. You yes, in. but you were assuming that that magic was it concentrated in one spot on the on the remains. Oh. It was a little hard to tell, honestly. Okay. Um, but it, there was no other. On the, on the foot. Okay. Yeah. 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 But it came from the foot, but okay. so it was roughly? likely the tattoo. Oh yeah. Oh, there's yeah. There's no other thing that I could imagine. Yeah, would okay. be a magical I just need to make sure. Right. In, unless there's anything else, I need to okay. head to Neil's before it gets sort of inappropriately late. Okay. okay. I also, if you, you want, want to, go to now? bring yes, that thing, I've, no, I don't. Is want, anyone willing to come with? If it's going to cause I, someone to vomit, it's 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 foul, foul. No, it's not good. No, it's not good at all. So do you, are you two up to something? <laughs> we might go investigate her pawn chaser lead. Oh, okay. I'll, oh, all right. I'll come. I'll come back here once I let him know. Is there anything I sh- explicitly shouldn't say to him? Uh, Niels. You shouldn't say that. How much? Don't give him any clue that we know how these things are made, right? All right. I think we shouldn't be giving out that information because it links us to the yard. That's not. I mean, we shouldn't do that. That's true. And they're still investigating that, so I uh, wouldn't want to put that out into the world anywhere. Um, Can maybe also else? don't reveal that we're the ones that killed all of most likely McKenna's men at the at the right um, at the Mycrawl den. Oh, you know, because we killed all of them, or I guess they killed themselves too. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> Unless it seems like he really hates McKenna, then perhaps I'll use that to gain favor. But good point. Yeah. <coughs> Other than that, I think you're free reign. Oh, <coughs> lucky me. All right, um, I'll oh see you back here. Are we all going to sit in the same room, sort of cuddle up? I might cuddle? just no. see if I can get another one. All right. if, if me and Graven, we'll just come back together. I'll probably want another I'll one. I'll stay in our smelly room then, but uh, I'll see you back then. Right. And I'll sort of... Um, is is Saturia still chatting with Len? She is, yes. Okay, cool. I'll, um, I'll try and catch her eye as I'm leaving and just give her like a... Sure, you do so. She kind of sees you. Um, all right, so I'll start making my way over to uh, Bob. Room, that is that... Guy with a gray robe still going around. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Who I think, who Anthony thinks he is, <laughs> does that help Graven's? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say you. He has yeah. a ring of familiarity to him, but without like sort of seeing him up close, or maybe it's it's hard to you don't get that sense. Uh, before we, yeah, we're, we're all still here, except for Erlen. Oh, Erlen has gone as well. Does anyone recognize the? And I'll like kind of not. <laughs> Yeah, do one of those. Subtly. The um, gentleman in the robe who's visiting. I do. Nobody recognizes him. <laughs> who's left? You son of a bitch. You asked earlier, man. Do you want me to go talk to him? No, no, I just I can't place him. I, I may have been somebody that we. we can I chat. need to ask someone where this neighborhood is if you want me to ask him. Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? Great. Okay. I'll go over to him. Okay, so she starts walking. Is everyone else. I'll stay here for a second. Yeah, okay, because they're heading back. Before we find out oh. what Neil's bias and the other man have to say, that is where we'll take a brief break. Whoa. Thank you so much for joining us as always. We had a little bit of catching up to do as the group finally reunites oh as gosh. one oh, and so putting stinky. some of the pieces together. Oh, <laughs> literally putting the pieces together and yeah. pieces falling apart. Of the How squishy and finding pieces. <laughs> pieces everywhere. As always, pieces, thank you guys pieces. so much for joining us. Um, we'll take a brief break. There's a video uh, during the break video that sort of is a look back on the last episode. If you need a little refresher as to what's going on. Nice. Uh, Comrade Tortell reset for 24 months. Whoa. Thank you so much. Two Very appreciated, friend. Years. Thank you. <laughs>
Two years. Yeah. Holy bonkers. Right. Amazing. That's Thank you guys so much. We'll be oh, right back. Oh, and wait. Sorry. Oh. Somebody did bits. Stop. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's oh, when my app crashed. No. Was it Banished Raven? I think it was Banished Raven. It's Banished Raven. It's Banished Raven. He did a thousand bits, yep. so thank you. Thank you. 1600 bits. Oh, wow. 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 What point was that? Those bits bitties, bitties, bitties. I think it's when I won. It's probably when my app crashed because I don't have it on my face. It's thing. when Safira vomited. He was like, bits? <laughs> <laughs> don't give us we bits for that. Don't now. encourage. No. We'll be right back and we'll catch you guys on the other side. Table Top Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You may also follow us on Instagram at tabletopnotch and Twitter at tabletop underscore notch. They'll have updates and announcements and some really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. And now, back to our story. Welcome back, oh. everybody. Oh. Chapter 82 of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Oh. Yep. At the <laughs> Ale House, we so follow wonderful. Graven <laughs> as he wanders over in the direction of the gray-robed sort of man. Oh, that's me. Uh, we follow Bizarra. <laughs> this is my story. <laughs> I would recognize him. In the direction of the gray-robed man. Seems to be sort of just chatting politely with some of the people from table to table, and you catch little snippets as he starts to approach. You hear him say kind of, bless you, bless you on this day. Mm. And the Lakafu, you speak to all and ask for nothing. He's sort of, and some of the, you get kind of mixed reactions. Some people kind of give him a polite kind of nod and smile. You get a couple little eye rolls as people sort of here <laughs> having a drink, a bite to eat, not sort of uh, wanting to be spoken to by sort of religious figures. They're sort of moving about. So you hear little snippets of that as he's moving back and forth quietly from table to table. Excuse me. Yes. Hi. God's bless you. Oh, bless your journey you. and you, your day. You too. Thank you. Um, I, I was just wondering, do you know where the area of the Patro is? Yes. Um, I am not from here originally, but I'm happy to impart what little I know. Oh, thank uh, you. La Patro is uh, on the north end of the river, but south from here. Um, the houses start to get a little closer together. That's how you'll know that you're in the neighborhood. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Uh, you said you're not from here. Where are you from? Uh, originally from south, from Orinchupa, although mm. um, I've traveled quite a bit, I'm happy to say, on behalf of the Lakafuyu. Ah. We'll hope to be building a temple here in Navigapur. We'll hope that you stop by sometime. Sure, you, you've been so helpful uh, telling you where to go. I, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Just a small bit of help, I suppose. Uh, if I stop by when it's finished, um, what is your name? Hamish, Hamish Wyland. Hamish Wyland. We're not near completion or anything of that sort. For now, I am simply content to... Uh, be among good people here in the Vigapura. I, I know that they are wary of outsiders, so mm. I do not wish to establish a church under that sort of pretense, so I hope first to gain their favor, and then to start the temple. Ah. That way, um, I hope that more people will come join our cause. That is a smart way to go about it, I would say. Thank you. <laughs> and you are? My name is Bizarre. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. The Lakafu you speak to all and ask for nothing, so. Well, thank you, and I will see you around. Bless you. Mm -hmm. So also, just uh, for the purposes of 
Um, I think it's on a couple of the maps, but this is the area of Lupacha. These like closely packed houses sort of near the river there. So you're up here at the alehouse. Okay. And this is Lupacha. Okay. And you said that was no- north, right? No, so the, the north side of the river. This oh, is north side of the river. Okay. Yeah. How, and it wouldn't take that long to walk there, right? I mean, the whole township is not that big. Right. 20 minutes to walk. Not as long as the poop pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the poop pipe is long. It's a shorter trip. From here to La Padro is shorter than the poop pipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Poop pipe is long. Sorry. It's a Dark and full of mysteries. Okay, and I'll head back. Sure. Okay. So, well, I found out where I need to go, but his name is Hamish Wilden. Wyland. Wyland. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's part of the Lakafuya. They're creating a, a temple here. Oh. Do you remember? Yeah. Father? Seems about the right age. <clears throat> what? They're trying to open up. Uh, oh, um, oh gosh. What? Back when we rescued Jillian, there was the, um, the Lakafuyu ceremony in the river. Uh-huh. Somebody I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, no, I remember that. Oh, well, apparently, I think... That man she just spoke to is the son of that man who like cut his hand and put it in the water. Oh, wait. Small world, I suppose. Bit of an extreme family. Okay. Do you think the Lakafuyu would know about the, the other location? Because they're so uh, anti-you. <laughs> you know what? That's not put a, it that way. Yes. It's not a bad idea. Yes, actually. they might. Is I mean, you are somewhat endeared to them, right? They like young people. Oh, I mean, then she knows how to do the. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to do the little. Like you know, you've done. You've gone to the churches. I think. Well, sure, yes. She's hers is more of the faith of a different faith. No, I know. I'm just saying that maybe. If just we because were I send a religious to person that I would... talk to, I wouldn't send you. Sometimes. One religion doesn't always get along with the other religions. No, I, I understand, but I'm not <laughs> saying you come up to them saying, I'm a religious little princess, and that's not oh, wow. that's exactly <laughs> right. the way. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... Right, no, you think I am the best candidate of us four to go and talk to this man. Probably, it's not me, not it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, really quickly, I have a question for you. Did, in all of this talk about metallic attunement, did they specifically mention if whoever, again, let's say a toe ring, if whoever is wearing this ring has the spell to their capabilities or is taken over by the spell. Right. They already... Uh, or did they neither, not know? Neither. It, it attunes you to the item. So it's a specific oh, metal for that item. Yeah. So it, if the item granted you the use of a spell, it would do that. If the item was, you know in some way, if the, if the magic in the item caused something to happen to yeah. you, that would happen. So it's a healing item, perhaps. Are there any spells in well, the It could be any kind of control-related. Well, that's pretty much the entire school of magic is, is manipulation in a way. Um, I was originally thinking that whoever wore the ring would have what if a it capability. Keeps them from talking? What if it keeps mutants from disobeying? Well, that would be powerful indeed. I what mean, that's what we haven't certainly seen that be accomplished successfully before. I mean, they, would, they did not have that kind of control well, of the mutants at the camp. Right, but the, we don't think... We have no, no I'm not saying that. I mean, it's possible, for sure. We also know two people that had it who weren't mutants. Right. Only one person who was a mutant that did have it. So. Right, but 
what if they're trying to find candidates? Uh, the, one of the main problems for McKenna is that they can't control for the beasts, so... Well, I don't think anybody can except for the Lemonade Man. Right, but what if this was an attempted solution? I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't attempt to find a solution to basically a biological weapon that's extremely right. powerful. Why well, wouldn't you try but again, I think you're getting away from... The only place that mutants originate, yeah. we know of, is that place in the mountains. Sure. So what I'm saying is, there's a possibility McKenna is connected to that place in the mountains, and he's maybe... Yes. No, no, he's almost certainly connected, but there's a possibility he's sending candidates. What if they're volunteering? What if they think they're going to become some kind of a super soldier? I mean, that's certainly what I first heard about my kinetic extract, was that it makes you more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And I know quite a few young men who would have taken that up. I mean... Well... If you go to Butez and you ask him questions and he seems like he would be giving up information, if you can safely for yourself discern if it is an ability that people are granted when they wear this thing, or if it's like an effect put upon them. I don't know if I'd ask him. I mean, I don't know how. Uh, that's right. Please just ask. judge because he's not really an open book. But I don't know what kind of connections you've made since being here, or if you have any. I don't know if he's gentle void favor. What I know. thought actually, Orba, you had planned to get a tattoo, right? And you were yeah. planning on using that crystal dust, weren't you? Yeah. I think that's a good opportunity to ask him about it. Have you ever done anything well, like this before? I already asked him. I already asked him about. I thought maybe if you could get a tattoo with Mike and the extract in it that it would yield the same thing as that perpetuating wall of force we saw, where a caster could like easily cast something if there was extract in their skin. And he feigned ignorance, even though he's done the very same thing almost, but with a different material he for a different purpose. He either feigned ignorance or he's saying, you know. <laughs> right. I just don't want to mislead. That's Those are not the same processes happening. Right, but there's an infusion of like a magical substance of some kind into the skin for casting, possibly. Who knows? Yeah. It's a vague connection. Okay. You, uh, tried, I didn't, I didn't you wanna... tried to invent Metallica Tumen and you didn't come up with it. <laughs> right. I, I just don't want to right. imply that that is what you saw or you could, that's So you're saying to ask him if putting the special metal in someone's skin has to be. Maybe ask him about it broadly. No, no, Maybe wait, say something I'm looking for. What were you going to say? I, I just want to clarify yeah, that yeah. if it's something... I don't know how to say it without just literally saying the same words. Um, That's okay. Um, like if, the, if attuning to a certain piece through the metal that's put in their mm-hmm. skin is something that's positive or negative, basically... Less so that and more so, like, I'm wearing this ring now, I can do this thing. Or I'm wearing this ring now, I my mind is controlled because there's a spell in it. No? I, mean, I, would well, say... I just imagine that he would be on the opposite end of knowing that. He's the one who well, he has gives them the ability to do it, and McKenna is the one who comes the, along. And, and... We're looking for the wrong information from him. The right information from him is who comes in and gets the tattoos. Yes. If we can figure out, if you can say, look, who comes round here asking with this weird metal? Who comes in here and asks for this tattoo? If he'll give us that information, that'll give us at least something. We know other that it's than probably, McKenna. We know other than, I mean, McKenna himself, I would wager to bet, actually, if we could find out, I bet he doesn't have one of these. 
Well, no, not McKenna himself. No, but I'm, but I'm sure he sends his guys from the shore ports. I would like to know from Butez, because he might know this. Did they come in for any... Is there anything odd about them afterwards? Does he see them around town? Is, I mean, I don't know. That's the information he'd have, though. He or doesn't maybe disappear? know what he's doing. Well, he might have to know what he's doing. I, I would imagine it's... Well, I guess. I, would, I would say, maybe try to find out if whomever comes in for the tattoo thinks or believes that being attuned to the ring or something else is a positive thing, although it could be a negative because someone is controlling them. They might not even know that they're having this kind of thing done to them. I would just tread lightly, go asking what you are going to ask. And Which maybe is also a topic that I can true. What if that puts her in a bit of danger? What it's, if? it's all very... Well, what, Sticky, I'm, I'm, so. I'm confident that whatever information you glean from him through your own questions that you're looking yes, for, it will, will be in, valuable. Yes, it could be. It that. will provide information, hopefully, I mean, on all fronts. Yeah. If I mean, what if Butez gets a message ahead of time from McKenna saying I'm sending so and so to come get you know something from me? I mean, I would it assume that there has anything, to be some kind of knowledge of. If they're all getting the same tattoo... What if you went in there and said, McKenna sent me, give me the toe one? Well, so I don't know if you want that in you. Kind of that. That. Well, not McKenna specifically. You do what you think is best because it's your body in that shop with that crazy looking guy. <laughs> Didn't know he was crazy looking, but sure. It's pretty intimidating. He's covered um, in tattoos. That's also an option, but... <clears throat> um, I'll think about it. Okay. Exactly is the right approach. I trust Many you. delicate topics have to be discussed with him, so okay. it'll okay. happen. Alright, just wanted that. Thought Thank after. you. Yeah. Good luck. First, I had to go try yeah, to find going to chase him tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We are all staying at the alehouse, yes. I'll be yeah, I'll, okay. so. I'll get another room so I don't disturb yeah. them. Well, good luck. Right. Are you going with Bazaar? Is that the Yeah. Yeah, just let us know. Um, Are you letting him come with you? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> let us know when you're back so we know that you made it safe. I miss my buddy. Speak to Mr. Wyman. Oh, yes. Would you like me to do that before you leave? No, no, no. Okay. Just let me know how it goes. Yeah, of course. Craven, would you like me to secure another room now? Or just do it when we get back? Um... It's through the, I imagine oh, yeah, it's through it's the lady in the, oh, he's or, already, or one of the There's room rates on the wall behind the bar. Okay. Um, might as well? Might as well. Okay, I'll go and... So you flag against that young man, oh, you guys didn't see him, but the young man that was there filling in for Satiria when she's not at the bar. Can I get you something? Uh, just wanted to reserve a room for tonight. <sighs> Concert night, we're full up. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn. If somebody checks out tonight, I'll try and let you know. All right. It's gonna be everyone. Well, sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> Looks like we might have to stay in the room with the others. But we a close pin. It'll be cozy. We can just back when we get back tonight. Well, maybe outside. That's fine too. Okay. You guys start to depart. Um, Orba and Safira, what are you guys doing right. here as they start to depart? Yeah. I was gonna go talk to that block of women. Yeah, I'm. I'll wait down here with you. Just you know. Okay. All right. Just Doing your job. Just watching Orba. Right here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> On the clock. <laughs> Always. Spear is so happy. Back in Deanst, with the purple and deep red brick buildings around it. This is going to go so poorly. Yep. You retrace yep. your steps to the narrow dwelling that juts out, kind of like it's vying for attention. 
warm lantern light already glowing in the windows. And the windows are open on the second floor where faint trails of colored steam kind of waft up towards the sky. Evidently, Mr. Boggus has a new batch of potions brewing. But it doesn't seem to be keeping him from running the main shop. You can see the well-dressed, mustached man through the window, organizing a row of bottles on a shelf along the back wall. So it's lit on the interior. I mean, it's sort of late to be calling on a shop, but he doesn't seem to be... He would, doesn't seem like you'd be waking him. So sort of approach the bonus. Um... Lightly, can I test the door? Is it unlocked or? Sure. I mean, that would make noise. No, yeah, that's but, fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. It seems, doesn't seem locked. Yeah. Sort of crack it. And he sort of turns me. So, excuse oh. me. I'm Niels Bargus. Welcome to. You look familiar. Ah. We met yesterday. Yes. Uh, please come ah. in. Uh, I'm normally not always awake at this hour. Come in. Yes, I, I saw you earlier at the um at the concert, the Bernice uh, Old concert. Yes, it was a lovely show. I'm trying to make up for some of the time I lost. So. Oh yes. What what do you? Uh, Brewing? No, oh, just a new batch of potions, a couple of um, vulnerability potions. It's always exciting. Um, I'm unfortunately calling rather late, not with good news, um, with some perhaps um, very bad news. Oh? I'm a, um, I'm a bounty hunter from out of town, obviously, I'm not from here. Yes. And uh, I was recently contracted um, to help Avavarius at the graveyard. Right. Yes, of course. I know other various. The, um, what do you call your, your, your community's, um, sort of burial ritual where you create a room? The Fernogo Vigotrio. Yes. He was having trouble with the Fernogo Vigotrio, and, um, there was some sort of creature that was inside, and... It's terrible. Yes, and unfortunately... And you come to say that the Fernogo Vigotrio is... Destroyed in some it, it, it was It was damaged a little bit. That's terrible news. I'll have to see to it that my parents' burial chambers are, are restored. Yes, um... The creature that... I have reason to believe that your sister, or perhaps half-sister, was responsible for the damage. Annika? That's impossible. Have you have you seen Annika recently? Not recently. No, she works over at the ports. That's nonsense. When did you? When have you last seen your sister? I suppose a month. The creature that we killed in the burial grounds we believe was your sister with some sort of unexplainable affliction (laughs) what what we found the creature in your parents burial area you you believe because this creature is in the burial area also though deformed bear a striking resemblance to your to your elven sister and and you know this how you know what my sister looks like. I I saw your parents burial um, ground, and there's a portrait of her as a young woman. And and Avavarius confirmed this. Avavarius did not confirm that it was your sister. <laughs> he would know what my sister looks like. You didn't check with him. No, as I said, the creature was quite deformed, and I thought that since she was. Had some sort of affliction, it best not to tell anyone until I tell you. God, the absurdity of this 
Did your sister... Acetations has reached new heights. Did your sister have a tattoo on her toe? I don't know. What proof have you brought... You bring this to me in the night with just an outsider's word that someone you've never met. What sort of proof do you want? We have the head of the creature, but it was... You have the head of the creature. Rather deformed, and I don't think you'd be able to identify your sister from how it had decayed. I tell you this because it's not the first time I've seen this sort of affliction on someone. I'm familiar with what it looks like when it afflicts people. I'm familiar with the changes it makes. Make a persuasion check. Um, 14. To my knowledge, my sister is alive and well. I have seen nothing from you that would change my mind in that regard. Are you familiar with organic alchemy? No. Does that seem true? Make an insight. Uh, 23. It doesn't seem true. It seems like he's lying? Yes. Well, a now sort of um, embarrassed professor at the Halls of Transmutation named Grimari. Have you heard of Grimari? I've heard the name, yes. All right. Well, he posited that organic alchemy was possible. Get to your point. What are you trying to tell me? The point I'm trying to make is I believe that I don't quite know how, but I believe that your sister changed from the elven girl that you knew into some sort of mistake. And I believe you know what organic alchemy is, Niels, and now is not the time to play dumb. I'm telling you this both because I assume that you don't want this getting out, and also because I'm worried that I may be afflicted with a similar thing, and that you might be able to help me. Or I might be able to help you bring to justice whoever has done this to your sister. What is this? What is what? I'm telling you that I believe your sister is dead. Did Mr. You or Mr. McKenna send you? I have no idea who Mr. You is, and I've only heard the name McKenna. What do you believe they have to do with this? I think I'd like you to leave. If there's any way you can help me, I'd be willing to help you. And in what way do you possibly conceive that you could help me with my supposed sister already dead? Well, you're clearly very angry and you might want brought to justice whoever did this to her. And you could do that? Yes. Make a persuasion check. Fourteen. Get out. I'm going to try this again. I'm going to use Breathe Earth. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to sort of look at him, and I'm going to take a big inhale and sort of try and conjure the elements. Okay. And it's going to put me over my sepsis. Okay. Um, oh my God. So, so you have to do yeah, the... Uh, this I sure do. Uh, to, like, prove a point. Too. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly... Because it changes, it yeah. makes him look sort of pale and sickly. Um, who, did he, who did he try to do? I did it with um, the... Uh, I forget his name, but the, the druid in. Back in. Um, yeah. Tuk-tuk. So I have to roll a d12 here. 
you roll two d two d twelve. Oh, yeah, you're the thing. Pick the affliction that afflicts you, or a four. This is exciting. So the way it works is he has a when he goes over his sort of sepsis level, which causes sort of mutations in the body. He ha- can control it to a certain degree, so he can pick between two afflictions. Um, you can read the two afflictions just so we know what you're, you're choosing from. Yeah, I'm choosing between. Um, you can just read the next. I'm choosing. Yeah, I'm choosing between uh, osteoporosis. Whenever you take damage of a physical type, you take one additional damage. In addition, every time you hit an enemy with an unarmed strike, you take one bludgeoning damage. Ooh. So it makes your bones feel sort of very brittle Rough. or keratoconus. Uh, you lose your dark vision, have disadvantage on all sight-based perception attacks. You not, cannot target creatures, size, small, or smaller. I'm going to choose. Um, uh, I'm going to choose uh, osteoporosis. Okay. Neither of those have a, have a visual change. The the act of going over sepsis does, but neither yes, of those. Yes, I, I assume that if I were to punch something with osteoporosis, you might see like more damage in my oh, hand. It's possible. I mean, it can yeah, certainly look like it's it's hurting. Yeah. Owie, really hurt. If I go to sleep, it goes away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When is when is when he goes down, down below is. Yeah. Cool. So, so I'm gonna sort of do that and right, so sort of watch start the showing you see changing. a little bit of sort of horror mixed with fascination, maybe kind of watching over his face. Certainly, what you're doing doesn't seem inherently threatening, but he does take no. a step back, kind of a little bit. I believe that I have the same thing as your sister, so I have an active interest in helping you, and I know that you know what organic alchemy is. What are you proposing? I'm proposing first that you start being honest with me. We're not going to start there. (laughs) All right. Then I'll ask you the question. Who do you believe is responsible, truly responsible, for the death of your sister? And let's talk about them first. Bring me some proof of my sister's supposed death. Or, let me speak to Avabarius. Then we'll talk. Alright. Alright. I'll see you in an hour. Maybe less. Exit out the door. You close the door behind you. And you kind of look back for a moment and you see the lights going. It seems like it's blowing out some of the candles in the place. And the final light kind of goes out. And then you hear a like it sounds like something was kind of thrown against the wall or on the floor. Okay, is there only one exit to that building? He jumped as, yeah, far as, really, as far as you know, just the okay, I want to try and floor. at least for let's call it um, how far of a walk is it from here back to the inn? Uh, five to ten minute walk. Great. Somewhere between five. To I minutes. will wait fifteen minutes in a sort of hiding place to see if he leaves. Okay, um, give me a perception check. Uh, you didn't choose the vision-based one, right? I did so, not choose okay. a vision-based one. <laughs> uh, 19. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bamboozled. Ha ha! Nine, you're like, oh, you one hundred. <laughs> you wait a little bit of time. You wait the 15 minutes, and no one exits, emerges from the building, but you do see at one point sort of it's hard to tell because the lights on the interior are out, but it does seem like he approaches one of the windows and reaches up to grab the curtains and goes to close them. And as you see him, like the light kind of coming in from the moon off of the window, and it seems like sort of tears streak down his face as he 
closes the curtains. That's all you see as he closes all of the curtains around them. So after waiting 15 minutes, I'll start. Um, I'll... Oh, I'm still wearing my fucking fancy clothes. Um, <laughs> I'll try and stick to un... out of lights and sort of try and walk as best I can quietly get back to the... Yeah, area. it's also, again, in Navigapura, because there aren't, like, formal streets as much, it's not, like, going through Mokmur took to where it, like it's easy to uh, stick okay. to the shadow it's like... not as like well lit <laughs> <No. laughs> yes. uh, yeah. alright I'll get, make my way back alright you guys work your way toward the north bank of the river tucked out of sight from some of the more notable Naupa landmarks such as the alehouse deeds or the streets uh, the estates bordering the farmland and you very quickly find yourself in a tightly packed Lepatro neighborhood. At first, it seems hard to distinguish from just kind of being the southern end of Bow Murder, which is a little further north where the Bale House is, except that the architecture has shifted rather abruptly, shoddier in their workmanship, and all of a sudden you feel very much in a, not quite a slum, but an impoverished area. The buildings, again, very close, and the shops they're not open at the moment, but it looks like there's just kind of tents or awnings set up outside that would display wares or foods or whatever that is. There's people, a couple people milling about, kind of either with a lantern or a torch, kind of moving throughout the streets, and their clothing's very, very simple, simple tunics. And the basic construction of the homes, it gives you the impression that this could be a good chunk of Naupa's agricultural labor force. People that work the many fields that you saw on your approach and around the place but don't actually own pieces of them, meaning that their income is more about sustaining or, you know, surviving more than it is saving or working their way towards something bigger. Both of you give me perception checks. Nine. Nine. As you guys kind of look around, immediately as you guys are moving into this neighborhood, there's a few people around, and you're already getting very suspicious looks, even more so than what you're kind of accustomed to in Navikapura. People can immediately Sick. tell by based on what you're wearing, sort of the the equipment, the armor that you're carrying, the armor that you're carrying, that not only do you not belong, but you're they know you're here for a reason that isn't, you know, to see. So they, you know, they can tell that you're here for right. maybe not a reason they want you to be here. You get a lot of kind of suspicious eyes, and you see a couple people that even kind of nudge each other and kind of look you up and down at your nice armor. Sort of twirling kind of beards and mustaches as they track you through the streets here. What was the name again? Moreno. Moreno? It's last name. He's renting a house here. I guess I have to ask someone, but I'm not so sure who's going to be the friendliest. First name? Colt. Colt Moreno. There seems to be a couple of people... People watching you move through the street. Maybe one of the ones that didn't look like they were. <laughs> Is there a couple like that around? Let's go. There's one guy who's kind of next to a wash basin that seems to be kind of cleaning out a tunic and just watches you approach. Good evening. We're looking for Colt Moreno. What's it worth to you? <laughs> Two gold. I really want to know if he's changed his entire life. Ten gold. You do one, I'll do the other. (laughs) Even though he's holding like 70 of mine, he's still on the Sorry. (laughs) I I give him two gold. 
Thank you. sort of snatches it away from you. And he checks and he looks like he kind of holds it over near where a lance is, just to make kind of check and see if you're not. Yeah, to kind of check and make sure you're not handing him like a false coin or something. Checks it. He points. It's a little single story house kind of squeezed between two shops. Maybe that during the daytime might be people milling about, selling their wares. No exterior windows, nor a path that leads up to the door, but there is a chimney on the backside, so it does appear that someone might be occupying this sort of depressingly enclosed shack. Maybe someone who doesn't mind being tucked away, out of sight. Anyone else you need to find? No. Just turn and walk. You turn and walk. And as you're walking, you hear kind of shuffling footsteps behind you, and you very much get the yeah. sense that there's people, like, tracking your movement. Okay. Just kind of keeping a distance for now. But you can see, like, shadows shifting as one person kind of steps and looks around one building at you guys. Another one kind of walks up to uh, the wash basin that the other guy was on. You could see him lean down and whisper, maybe, like, asking what you asked him. Let's maybe be quick about this. Okay. And you go in. Give me your shield and I'll stand up front. Sure. Can you go up? Walk up to the door. Is that narrow single story house? Knock on the door. Kind of looking around as you do so. You hear the sliding of an interior wooden kind of latch or lock. Might be barricading the entrance from the inside. The door cracks open. There's a little bit of light on the inside. It takes a bit of effort from the person inside as the ill-fitting door frame kind of catches on the thin, shoddy planks that when he pries it loose, it makes that kind of like noise, that kind of like ill-fitting frame. You see a dwarven man in his 30s, blonde of hair, middle parted, and one of his arms is severed just below the elbow. Though he's clearly found a way to make the most of his injury, as several leather straps and some clever, clever craftsmanship has affixed a kind of small crossbow to the end of it. It looks like it's been outfitted to fire small, circular metal blades instead of bolts. There's a kind of tube or cartridge sticking out perpendicular to his arm that looks like it feeds the blades into this kind of thing. So the firing mechanism, presumably it allows him to fire multiple of them in quick succession. And he makes sure that you get a good look at the intricacy of this device as he sticks it directly in your face, just inches away from your nose. You must be at the wrong place. There's no good reason for anyone to be calling on me here. I think I'm just where I need to be. Talk quick, or you'll have metal rattling around inside your skull. Oh. <laughs> I seem to think we have a friend in common. I doubt it. Do you know someone named Pindle? Maybe. Mind if we have a chat? We're having one right now. <laughs> so far, no good. Oh my god. Well, I know that you're in search of something, just like I am. And immediately as you say that, <laughs> You've piqued his interest a little bit. And his eyes sort of flick to your knapsack, your pockets. Oh. Is that right? 
this. How's your journey going? Good. How's yours? It's going well. Have you gotten what you needed from here? Not yet. Are you close? Maybe. Do I believe him? Make an inside I'm I'm close Act enough 20. where I'm. Oh my god! Ooh. I'm, I'm hearing all this. You can so hear this conversation. It's quiet, but you can hear this conversation. And are you looking out towards the street? Or well, you... I was. Uh, yes, I'm keeping an eye out, but obviously when he started with that, I yeah, sure. got eyes on him too. He, you get a sense from his voice that he's putting on a little bravado, but that he might. You don't know if he's necessarily close or not, but that he, you do get the sense that he might be frustrated with the progress that he's making. That maybe just sort of. If he's not close, just something's preventing him from quite, you know, completing the task. Mm-hmm. Well, I know why you want to get the pieces. And I just want to let you know that he also promised me freedom of my family. But he went back on his word no matter what I did. So I wouldn't trust him even though you're doing your best. That sounds an awful lot like you trying to get me out of the game. Well, I honestly am, but you do what you want, but I just want you to know that even if you do stick with it and go through all the suffering of getting those pieces, It may not even work out the way you want. Thanks for your advice. Are you already free from him? Even if you don't get the pieces, are you still able to be you? It's not me I'm worried about. Hmm. And you're willing to risk your life? They can tell that you're keeping an eye on them, so they're kind of keeping their distance at the moment, but you get the sense that there's some antsy people, sort of, if you turn your, if you look the other way, some people might sort of... Gisara, if there is another request that you need, I would make it otherwise. Wisdom saving throw. Four. He fails. Jesus Christ. 
immediately I'm going to reach into my bag and hand the manacles to her and turn my back so that I kind of cover up the whole area to kind of cover this all up. And can, if the door is open enough that I can bust it open? Yeah, so you can push through it, yeah. And I'm going to wrap. So he's got one arm out and kind of one down by, so you can put one on and then go around the back side of him yeah. and grab the other one. <laughs> yeah. um, do so. Uh, you're, he's going to make a, a contested... Does he automatically fail... Um, so he hit the condition that he is in now is... His current condition. His current condition. Critical. Paralyzed. Paralyzed, yeah. yeah. Um, Cannot. It sucks to be me. <laughs> for up to a minute. Automatically fails strength. So, yeah, okay. So he's going to automatically fail. So it takes one, basically one action's worth to wrap the manacles, cuff it, get around the back, and cuff the other one. But now he gets to save again, right? Because on the end Six of each seconds, of his turns, yeah. yeah. Um, 12. Fail. Fail. So hold there. So what do you want to do? Uh, uh, search him. Okay, make a make a um, investigation check as you pat him down. Eighteen. Eighteen. You pat him up and down. He looks like he has a small coin purse in one of his pockets. Um. Oh shit. He can uh, understand you. He can't speak, but he can understand you. Do you have pieces in this house? He also, can't move he, or speak. <laughs> <laughs> he can only speak like faltering. Oh, he wouldn't be able um, to understand what he says. I either kill you, or you go free and let me get those pieces from all of there. He's gonna make another saving throw. Uh, thirteen. It matches. It matches. So, so yeah. He passes. Oh. If I, I feel that, I'll come over and I'll try to grab his arm. Like, okay, just try to grab like bear arm. hug him. Great. So he's bound by the shackles, which doesn't prevent him, you know, from operating the arm. That's like, oh, so no. you're trying to grab that arm. So this is gonna be a contested uh, athletics check. Uh, which he's going to make a disadvantage one? because of the shot. I'm going to have to just kill him. Uh, a tw- a 12. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Great. Graven grabs it. And you grab the arm and you can hear the of the mechanism oh. and into the floor. One of those little metal discs kind of sticks into the floor ah, as it sort of fires as you're pulling him. Hurt. Can I put, like, put a hand <laughs> over his mouth as well? Sure, you can do so. Yeah. yeah. We just either search this place or we don't have a lot of time here. <laughs> I'm gonna just start searching the drawers. Okay, make an investigation check. I don't have any pieces in here with me. Anything I've acquired has already been sent off to CSP-8 in Pachacama. Does that address sound familiar to you? Yes. It does. It's yeah. Baron Pindle's yeah. address in Pachacama. Yes. Then you know I'm not lying. How many did you send already? Four. Okay, uh... He's gonna pull, he's gonna make another yeah. attempt. He's still, oh. still with this advantage. So just uh, another athletics. Guys, Ooh, 14. 19. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> and once again, into the ceiling, another one of those What do you have to do go. from Molifair? Fuck you. I'm gonna give him an unarmed strike. <laughs> go ahead. Um, Attack with advantage. Yeah, with advantage? Yeah, because he's better. Somehow my channel. Oh. I know. <laughs> 11 to hit. Just 11 hits. He's not wearing any armor at the moment. Three <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Okay. What do you have to do? And he kind of looks at both of you. And for a moment you get the sense that despite everything, he doesn't want to die here. Percival's got a couple of problems that need seeing to. One involves sniffing out a saboteur. 
He thinks there's someone trying to fuck with the Mullifair projects in Vikapura and he wants it stopped. Something happened in the Steeder Way. There was something else too. And the other problem... Uh, there was a Mullifair ship that got caught in a terrible storm a couple weeks back. Crashed near the Isthmus of Rikra on its way from Dilasun. Apparently contained some precious cargo. Recovery attempts have failed. There's apparently some creatures that have infested the shipwreck. And he wanted the goods gotten back. You were going to do that by yourself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Anything else? Another unarmed strike. Non, Non-lethal unarmed strike. My flail comes out of the just hits on my... No, non-lethal, non-lethal. Uh, with advantage again? Yeah, inflict wounds specifically. It's lethal, send it back. 13 to hit. It's another three bludgeoning. He's still... Don't insult her again. He's gonna try and pull, make an athletics attack. Oh my god, dude, why? 18. 21. Oh my god! Pulls the arm off the Oh my god! An old blade just comes flying across the room. This is rough. This is rough for him. Easy. Yes or no? I won't beg for mercy. Oh my god. Freedom. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> the mace this time. Okay. Um, Make it with a Oh my god! Do I have a spell? Um, I mean, I can do it too. <laughs> oh my yeah, just with the mace. Okay. With, with, with advantage. Yep. Natural 20. Natural 20. Go ahead. So six damage? Because it's three double. Well, no, I, with the mace, it's... Oh, with the mace, sorry. sorry, 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 sorry it's uh, D6 plus two. Yep. Um, He's gonna shoot me in the head. One. One, so double. So two, four bludgeoning. Four bludgeoning, great. So with the mace, and he sort of tucks down, and he tries to roll across the floor. He's gonna make another attempt to get out. Okay. Oh, please get out. Ooh, 18 again. <laughs> 21 again. Graven oh, grabs him. He's gonna this time try and pull his arm down and fire. He's gonna do it with disadvantage. He's gonna try and fire one of the blades at Graven. Okay. Um, and you're not armored, right? This is, this is a 11 to hit. That hits. That hits. So the blade goes out. He's barely aiming it. He's just trying to get it loose as much as he can, and it manages to graze you as you go by. Sorry. You take uh, eight uh, slashing damage. Ooh, as the how much would that goes out Will you give? Cuts you over the top of your shoulder. <sighs> Will you give I, me the mission? I'm done with mace on that arm that just went from like. Okay. Go ahead. Make with advantage, advantage still. Yep. 
He's not loose from the chains. He's just right. Uh, fourteen plus four is eighteen to hit. That hits. So another okay. D six plus two, three, five bludgeoning. Five bludgeoning. <laughs> right on that arm that fired at me. Great. And you can see that, like, because he doesn't, you know, it's attached to the sort of end of his arm there. You can see the mechanism kind of crack a little bit. It's like broken off of his arm, so he can no longer. He lifts it up, and it's like hanging loose from the oh sort of end of the arm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he gives Bizarro kind of one last look there. Fuck. Yes or no, do you give up and survive? I already gave you the contract. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he told you what it was. Oh, There's, I didn't, I didn't know if he was going to say go for it, even if he told me. I mean, he already told you what the contract was. Fine. Finish it, Bizarro. What? We have to kill him now. I'm gonna go for another mace hit. Oh okay. Oh. With is this this is not non lethal? Um yeah, not non lethal. Okay. Uh twenty three to hit. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a monster. Six bludgeoning. He <laughs> <sighs> kinda crumples down to the floor and you hear Let's get out of here now. You guys head out the door, and immediately a lot of eyes kind of watching you guys as you head out, and you sort of close the door behind you, and you walk quickly. There's a little bit of blood on your knuckles and on your mace that you try and sort of (laughs) obscure from vision, and a couple people are kind of following along. Some whispers you can hear as you're moving quickly through Lepatro, and you see some people kind of almost looking into the house. Some people kind of following you, and you see a couple people that start to kind of Stalk you guys from a little bit of a distance, but maybe kind of maybe track where you're headed next, moving can we, quickly. Can we kind of duck? Like, do, yeah, and, do, like, like go behind a house or something? Y- y- like, like do a, a couple of quick turns. Give me stealth yeah. checks, both of you, as you attempt yeah. to kind of lose people. <laughs> Eleven. Nine. Nine. You guys are like ducking sort of around a corner. Just like going in a roundabout way that doesn't sure. really... If, uh, let's split up. And then like when we come to like a... Kind of a crossroads or, or between two buildings. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll meet you back at the house and I'm gonna like split off. You guys right. sort of make a T and you yeah. split the two different directions through the Pancho. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of moving around, okay, like making that. sure that no one's following you, and you're moving through sort of between some of the houses that are already very tightly packed together and you're sort of shuffling through <laughs> and graving gets to one end and finally you're sort of getting into a point where it's clearing out a little bit. This house is a little wider mm-hmm. together and Mazara moves through and she gets to the end of these two houses and someone steps right in front of you. What are you doing here in the Pantro? I was coming to see an old friend, but I, that's about it. So you give two gold just to find out what our house was? Someone I hadn't seen in a while. Anything else you need? No, not right now. I, I might be back tomorrow, though. Maybe you should think of something else that you need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That way, I don't have to take it from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want a gold? Yeah. I'm just gonna hand it to him. He snatches it. <laughs> okay. I want another one. Bitch. Why? Why not? Maybe I don't have another one. I think you do.
Is that what it'll take for me to just get back to where I'm staying? And you see his eyes kind of flick up, and on the rooftops of one of the buildings, you see someone else kind of peering down into the alley that you're standing in. If you don't pay me now, looks like you'll be paying others. Best to get out quick. Fine. One more and you get out of my way. Deal? Deal. Take a step to the side first. No. (laughs) (laughs) I hand him the gold. Okay, do you reach into your coin purse to grab the gold? Oh no. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna look down at my bag. Okay. He's gonna try and get more. Yes. I mean, make a sleight of hand check as you attempt to reach in and not kind of jingle the bag. Oh shit! Big jingle. You had to split up. This guy's just committed a murder. Committed a murder. 17. 17. You reach carefully in. Pull out one gold piece pretty quietly. And I'm gonna hand it to him and start walking. And he reaches and grabs it and you walk quickly. And you hear some people coming. And you quit after maybe another block, you get to where the houses start to widen out. Start to make your way back. Need a rest. We go briefly <laughs> back to the Uba Elans. Okay. <laughs> We're bizarre heads over oh, to the man. No, now no. Uh, sorry. Bizarre <laughs> heads over. I'm just saying, like, wait. Everybody's like, talking to this guy, and like, just not in the you. order. I mean, I guess it had to be done. No, it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you no, we're, we're going to talk about this later. We're going to talk about this later. Oh, my God. So you find your way over to him, and once again, yeah. he's not talking to anyone in particular. Whatever. You see him offering tidings to people here and there, offering His a blessing, praising the gods. You hear him mention the Lock of Fuyu a couple times, you hear him say, kind of, I hope you'll join us at the Temple of the Lock of Fuyu when we... So, so you see him, so you can approach him. Good evening. Ah, good evening. Gods bless you. May they bless you in your journey. Oh, you as well. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. I'm Orba. Hamish. Hamish, wonderful. Um, a friend of mine mentioned that you are a Lakafuyu, yes? I am, yes, proudly so. We're hoping to bring a chapter of the Lakafuyu to Navikapura. Oh, fascinating. Um, how's that going? Uh, well, I think. Um, I don't know who you spoke to, but as I've mentioned to others, I'm hoping first to garner some good favor among the citizens of Navikapura, hmm. and then to start construction on the temple. It's uh, not a good idea to seem like you're forcing your way in here. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, we've we've learned similar things for from not a difficult like, lesson to learn for some, but I'm happy to spend the time to do so. Oh well, that's lovely. Are there more of you here, or are you the one representative for? Oh, I'm sure there are other Lakafuyu, but I am officially representing the uh, other chapters of the Lakafuyu temples in Tuktu uh, or in Chupa. Oh, you're representing all of the temples. Is that uh, what that more is? that I was sent by some of oh. the uh, elders, but. I wouldn't say that I represent them all as a whole. You know, we, um, actually, we were traveling, um, from the south, and we passed by, um, oh goodness, a Lakafuyu ceremony, uh, in the water for Lady, uh, Pachala. Yes. I, I, I'm blanking on what that ceremony is called. Um. Or if it has a name. I, I'm <laughs> sure that, uh, 
I'm sure. What was there a name that you were thinking of? No. Oh yeah, I don't think there was. A, <laughs> okay, I thought yeah. you were bamboozling. I didn't know yeah. if it was like the lady of magic. Not in particular, but I, I'm so glad you got to witness it. Yes, I I met um, Solomon Wyland actually. Solomon Wyland is my father. I'm so glad that you came across him. Oh, wonderful! Yes, he's based in Mukma. Um, took two. Took two. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. A man of great devotion. Yes, I, I participated in the ceremony, actually. Um, I'm so glad to hear it. How did you find it? <laughs> oh, we were just traveling north, actually. It just happened but to be But did you stay to watch? <laughs> I, I, I was um, escorted into the water, and your father did the thing with his hand, and he put it in the water. It's a beautiful ceremony. Yes. What it represents. <laughs> I feel strongly that if people would listen to the words as you have with an open mind, there would be many more to our cause every single day, and there are, I believe. Wonderful. Um, yeah. oh, I had a question for you, and now I can't think of what it was. I did have a question for you. Well, that's all right. Sorry. I will... Oh, yeah. So, did you were watching the show? I was here, yes, lurking around the exterior. Wonderful voice, no? She's beautiful, really. Something to behold. She so. We also, in our travels, ran into um, a, a kind of historian who talked about Damasit and the meddling gods and, and, and that entire world. And I noticed in her song she mentioned that Nolan's Woods and another location were these kind of um, center stones, or, or, or I don't know how you would call it. I'm not sure how much of the songs are grounded in truth. Oh, <laughs> less historic and more like mythic? I think so, or, or just good stories. Oh. Have you been to Nolan's Wood? I have, yes. And you never got the sense, as a, you know, a religious man, that it was a, you know, kind of hyperactivity for... Well, there are people of great faith there, if that's what you mean. Not Lakafuyu or others? Um, some, but uh, I think there, uh, there is a very strong belief in not only the meddling gods, but their corresponding clerics. Uh, belief that what they do is righteous. And I think that sometimes those people have been misguided to some degree. <laughs> by, misguided by who? Well, divine powers are a, a tricky thing, aren't they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> These unique strengths that are bestowed by the gods, they're given by the gods, so who are we to say that they should not be used, right? Right. But unfortunately, it is kind of a circular logic, and we of the Lakafuyu hope to someday break that circle. The powers exist because the gods need to prove to us, the mortals, that they are worthy of our worship. But then abuse of said powers, primarily by the clerics, turns many into thinking that the gods are not worthy of worship. Ironically, turns them against the gods. So the gods continue to try and find ways to prove their might, and we continue to be put off by their abuses. Abuses, might, proving, trying to reconcile these two things, it's very difficult. So we believe that if we can get people to show their faith without demanding that the clerics use these powers, they will come to a sort of understanding and balance. That is the primary message of we need not take powers from the gods to believe in their power and their righteous guidance. Interesting. That seems like a difficult thing to do when the land itself, aside from any of 
the population of its believers uh, holds some weight in it, yes? I'm not sure what you mean. Well, in the song she was saying that Nolan's Woods um, possesses, the, if we're, let's take it at face value, it, it uh, possesses a power outside of how many people believe or follow specific meddling gods or others. That's a hard thing to snuff out, I suppose? I've seen no evidence in my travels that that is actually true. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you. Do you know of the other location in the, in the myths and the stories? <laughs> the made-up other location? Yeah. I don't know where that that, that is. No. There's no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you'd have to ask the author of the song. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I should go talk to her. <laughs> Difficult to predict a fiction from the outside. Ha. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Well, it was lovely meeting you. Yes, you as well. I hope to see you around in Naupa. Yes, good luck in your ventures. Thank you very much. A blessing upon you. You as well. And as Orba turns, she's kind of going to like roll her eyes a little bit. That's that guy. And they're going to fuck yourself. Yes. Bless your ass. Bless this. Yeah, bless this fucking George grabs her cross. Just like a real infernal, like, ah! Classic infernal square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it going. What do we got? What do we got? God. That is funny. So, anything? No. Right, okay. Well, he's he's the son of. um. The man from the lake that we the met. The creature guy. Yes, the yeah. like officiant, I suppose, is what they seem to be calling themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Bit holier than now, that crowd. Yeah, they're not very fun people. Not at all. No, no. who comes to a bar and says, have you heard the good word? <laughs> not a fun <laughs> <guy. laughs> That's a tip well, off. Um, I, I believe being nice and when we question people, it's possible that people who are actually fans of the meddling gods will be more helpful because he just took it this pure fiction that Nolan's Woods was a powerful... Oh, well, that's useful. Yeah, not super helpful, like I said. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Really don't well, like clerics, though. Let me tell you what, they really don't like clerics. No, they made that known. But yeah, not helpful. Okay, well, <laughs> I suppose we can ask, I don't know, other people along the way, if anyone, I mean, Bernice would be ideal. She would honestly. be great. Although I feel like if she doesn't mention it in the song, she might not know what it is. I still think that we could ask um, um, Michael Ainsley's father, Donovan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But should we get some sleep though? Probably yes. Um, should we? I need to bathe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's no good. No. Should Should we wait down here for everybody, or should we go upstairs? Do you want to keep an eye no, on people? You fancy a bath. Are there baths here? Uh, There's a wash basin <laughs> in your room, not like a full bath, mm. but enough to. That's where the puke is. <laughs> <laughs> it also Water smells like a dead head. Wasn't there a river that they told us about? The river is <laughs> runs throughout. It's not near, Risk. right nearby, but we have to go through that town. I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, the river goes. You don't have <laughs> I to guess the there. closest yeah. point. I don't want to go to the scary town. If I wanted to like wash yeah. my clothes, though, yeah, you don't know. Do you know any way to do that or no? In the, in the river, or to find a clean wash basin somewhere. I mean, the wash basin was clean when you got there. It's just a little dingy at the moment. 
What did he say? Presumably, uh, the staff of the place right. replaces the water. Yeah, just they haven't yet because you just used it. Why don't I go up, replace the water in the wash basin? We can have a bath and then go to sleep. Okay. Right. You stay in the room there. It's a rule. I've got to do the rule. It's not my. It's not even my rule. I'm sure when Cliff Ironclaw said protect me, no, I am not. No, I am no. I am not sure. I am not sure. I'm not taking it to mean that. All right. So maybe next time I see him, I will clarify. Hey, Cliff, can I like you know go twenty? Well, if he clarifies it to me, then I will stop watching you do whatever. But you for now, you can stay in the room. I get. It'll take ten. Come on. It's okay, like, fine. You're gonna take a minute. That's fine. As you guys head up the stairs into the second floor of the the alehouse, there's across the door from your room, there's an elven man who's like fiddling with the key in the door across from you. It looks like he's kind of closing. And there's a bag of stuff, like stuff full of clothes next to him. It seems like he might be entering or exiting the room. He's kind of playing vlog. And you guys approach the door and you see him kind of turn. Is that your room? (laughs) No. Make a deception. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. It's the last room on the left. <laughs> well, if you go anywhere near there, you might notice a terrible stench. <laughs> Close the door. I'll be checking out. Good luck to you. Yes. <laughs> sort of walks Great. down. Well. No. <laughs> She's got her hand on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, you can hear him kind of stomping down the I stairs. I can't believe he bought that, but that was lucky. We've got the, we've got the room now. Oh, yeah, I guess. It's convenient. I feel Should bad. I go? Oh, maybe I'll wait and follow and rent the room for them so nobody else takes it. Oh, yeah, that might be good. Or what do you do? I'm not sure that people are going to be clamoring for it now. Yeah, should I just, I'll run when I'm going down yeah. to replace the water. And I'm going like, to kind of pick up the wash basin and like... Yeah, I mean, know. it doesn't smell terribly bad, but it looks pretty brackish. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, gross, a mixed, gross. Good mixed um, texture. Really gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. All right. So I'll take it downstairs. <clears throat> yeah. Great, it's pretty heavy. You kind of have to slowly <sighs> waddle your way kind of down the stairs back. And on my way down, I'll kind of flag down. <clears throat> Great. So as as you kind of get to the bottom with the wash basin, you look up and you see Erlen kind of quickly walking back in the direction of the Ubail house. And you see see Safira holding the basin. Yep. Um. Start trying to keep my head down as much as possible. Uh-huh. Where's the um? Where's the severed? Where's the severed head? Is it in the room still? Need it right now. Yes, right now. Uh, no, it's not in the room. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> you can. <laughs> Just, just describe it. Where is it? Uh, can I try to describe it to him? Uh, I mean, it's not that far away. Uh, okay, so smoke. there's a hedge, and behind the hedge, I buried it in the mulch, and there's a little pebble on top of it. All right, okay. Can I, like, kind of... I, I need to yeah, give yeah, the directional can, yeah, it's a bit not, It's like a block away, but yeah, you All point right. in the general direction. Okay, I'll be back. I'll be back shortly. Uh, okay, uh, when you... Uh, okay. I'll sort of, again, try to avoid it. So you make a stealth check for me as you're moving quickly and quietly through the streets. 17. 17. kind of looking around. You seem to find a house that's lined with a number of these hedges. You give around. And you're starting to look around, and then... Like, the dirt is doing a good job keeping it from wafting a distance, but you can definitely smell it as you get close to it already. Shit, okay. You're sort of... And immediately you can feel the bag there, sort of... (laughs) And as you pick it up, 
it's no. it, because it's kind of moist, the mulch kind of clings to it, so it's this kind of oh. bag of like ruffled dirt and twigs and leaves. And I'm gonna try and um, I don't want anywhere near this fucking nice coat. <laughs> so I'm yeah, gonna try and quickly cloak. and no, quietly cloak. move. Yeah, he's wearing the oh, it's more clothes. fancy yeah. clothes. So I'm gonna try and move back towards Niels. Great. <laughs> Fuck it up. I'm so okay. you're holding this thing. Give me another stealth check with disadvantage with the holding oh, this bag of stench. God. Uh, 17. 17. Erlen sort of avoiding, making, he sees a couple people coming in one direction and immediately pivots, because <laughs> you know if you get within yeah. 20 feet of someone, they're going to be able to smell it. You sort of take a circuitous route back to Bottle, but sort of making sure to keep clear of anyone. And as you get the building in your sights, that is where we're going to end. Oh, God Hoping to confront Niels once more. Confronting for you, you got you, you did work. <laughs> you guys did do a good murder. I didn't know. Like a good murder. murder. A good murder. A nice. auspicious murder. I felt so bad. He gave you the thing you wanted. Mm. Yeah, but who knows if he still would have gone he's after? St- he still would have gone after. Sure, but committed you know. two murders in this but, town. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a third coming. Right? You murdered him in shackles. <laughs> Fuck it, I need some animals off. You oh. Take- oh. Oh. I can go buy some manacles. It's fine. Manacles are cheap. Never return to the crime scene. How much could a manacle cost? $10? He was threatening to shoot me in the head with that Looks like I'm paying for You're lucky you got out of there with your giant bag of gold. That guy was going to take a passport. You did a good job concealing the contents of it. He was going to shoot me in the head with that crossbow on several occasions. It's like reaching into a gumball to see. <laughs> I only have one left. Let me find the right yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, oh boy! But that is where we'll pick up next week. As oh, always, that is a lot of information exchanged and people starting to figure out where they're headed now. Uh, yeah. so many things to do. Mm-hmm. We have some plans. The The quest list will get a good update uh, for for next week. I have tons, yeah. tons of things. Oh, yeah. That, uh, I've, well, yeah. Uh, you can only really put 75 characters on one. I don't know. I'm going to update it. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I got the wash basin, some new water. Is yeah. The yeah. Number, yeah. One, yeah. number one for That's what we'll be coming back to immediately. Listen, oh, it's gross in there. I'm trying to help. It's pretty gross. <laughs> First, I need I'm to rest. I'm trying to help. But yeah. I'm going to come back with like, a nice scented candle. Oh, fresh no. water from the wash basin. She's like, I forgot everything else I had to do. I'm just making it cute in here. <laughs> I've just Your been personality nesting. changes completely. The water's really nice and the candle's really beautiful. She becomes a Vomit and ooze in this. I'm like, Syria, uh, made some improvements and some downgrades. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week at the same time, 7 o'clock Eastern. We will see you then for chapter 83. Have a good night, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift.